All right, here we are with a special exclusive uh, Powerbomb.tv extra feature on the podcast feed. This is going to be an alternate commentary track to Hell on Earth for Black Friday. So if you are subscribed to Powerbomb TV, take a second now and uh, go press play on AIW Hell on Earth for Black Friday. And uh, we're going to press play right here. And we did no research on the show. We're just None gonna, whatsoever. We're joined by Matt Wadsworth, resident historian. And uh, we're just going to press play. And we're going to talk about this show. Uh, so, all right. Hopefully you got it queued up and ready to go. We're pressing play right now. Yeah, I don't think I've, since we did it live, I've never watched this show. So even the lineup didn't sound familiar. Yeah, it was, blew my mind. Starting off, those graphics are fantastic. Yeah, really, really stretched out here. In case anyone ever uh, doubts the improvements of going to Smart Mark Video oh. from our in-house production. Oh, here we go. We're opening up a little music video. We always had music videos. Homeless Handicap Connection. Young Homeless Handicap. Oh, Dave the Potato. And Boone. Benny Boone and oh, the thrill Boone and Team Sexy. Oh, Marion Fontaine. Facade. Matthew Justice. Beating up on uh, Jimmy DeMarco there. Sad. Living in India right now. Oh, referee Drew Taylor. I haven't seen him in forever. He'll pop up on Facebook every now and then. Oh, that's the crocodile guy that used to hang out with David the Potato. Oh, poor Eric Ryan. I don't know who that is. Oh, Carlton Cass. Like Carlton Cass. Look how skinny his, Eric Ryan is. His brief run in... Uh, Oh, Alpha Beta Duke, DJ Dynamite. The original Young Studs. Josh Prohibition with hair? Oh, who, and, what's, uh, what was that? Arrow? Guy? No. No? That's not Arrow. That was uh, Dublave. Oh, Dublave. You're right. Gargano with the belt on the ceiling fan? I love the West Park Party Center. It sucks that it's so expensive. These music videos were so long. Yeah. It's probably going to go like the whole duration of this song. Him and uh, Gargano and Shima and... One of the many matches they had in AIW. DJ Z. Oh, that referee. That's what Dublave looks like without a mascot. Oh, breaking it all down. Yeah. Getting behind the scenes. <laughs> that is that is Dublave who doubled as a referee. I, I'll tell you what, that's impressive, though, because I'm pretty sure this is going in order of the matches from the previous show. And for him to have wrestled Josh, got back there, changed into full referee gear, and then come ref this match. Give him a whole lot of credit on that one. Oh, there's that weird photographer guy. Oh, Vincent Nothing. He wasn't hit. He was, oh, Vincent and Drake. I remember this match being really good, actually. Yeah, I think we did this twice, this match. This was when uh, Drake had the CZW belt. There's that guy. He's really enjoying it. Man, there were uh, a lot less places to brawl when we were at the West Park Party Center than there are at Our Lady, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Yeah, the West Park Party Center has, like, the smallest parking lot of, like, <laughs> known to man. Oh, Mike Tolar. Oh, oh young Tolar and uh, young Tyler Black. I remember I went to Denny's with Tyler Black after this mess- or after this match, and he ordered heart-shaped pancakes. <laughs> and I asked him what he thought of Mike Tolar, and he said, I don't know if I'd be friends with him in real life. Marion Fontaine, beginning of a short-lived partnership. Oh, Josh Frobisht and Sterling James Keenan, my favorite duo in AEW history. <laughs> the Duke, the Duke's absolute title shot. So for Steve Guy, 
asking oh, right if there, the Duke he, main event that, that punch, he broke his nose for real. He broke it, Sterling's nose? Yeah, and then Sterling refused to, as the champion, refused to take our dates for a while because the Duke just punched him in the nose for real. So young Matt Wadsworth behind Josh Prohibition. And Pedro. So to answer Steve Guy's question, yes, the Duke has main evented. He main evented a couple shows. He, he wrestled Steve Carino. He had Carino for the belt, too. Yeah, he had two absolute title shots. I believe this was the Duke's last appearance for a while on that one. Wasn't that? Was that belt versus career because he moved to Atlanta? No, that was in December, I think. And we did uh, leave the member. Oh, man, we're starting out hot. Start real, real big starter here. Mike Baker and Benny Boone. Young Pedro. Uh-oh. Oh. I actually don't think this match was booked initially until Mike Well, Baker no, because if you look, Benny Boone is, is doing commentary with me. Benny Boone was on commentary. He was the color commentator at the time. Mike Baker here, uh, known from AIW podcast history as the former investor in AIW that tried to get naked. I would say the, the helicopter guy. That's what everybody knows him. If you listen to the, the card, it's going to change. If you listen to the Hell on Earth uh, one, or yes, no, no, no. First uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, he was he was the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> also, for any fans uh, who didn't listen to that but might have been at Chandler Biggins' funeral, this is the guy that was drunk that was yelling, that's my friend, over and over again at the funeral. <laughs> and then he would say, you big dummy, that's my friend. And he got real drunk. And tried to force many people to give their own uh, speeches <laughs> at the memorial service afterwards <laughs> in the reception. Former Cleveland police officer. Oh, there's Juicy Pat Lucy. Yes, former Cleveland police officer. I think he just showed up this day and was like demanded that he gets a wrestling match. And and back in those days, we would just say, okay. Yeah, why not? We thought he was going to do a little investing. Actually, I think, was he already invested at this time? Because I think this is the, the year following he was, that Nightmare Before Christmas debacle. W- yeah, but then he, he disappeared after he... I believe he disappeared after he tried to show his cock to the crowd. See, welcome oh, back. Yeah, he had been. Mike Baker, welcome him back. You'd see Mike Baker drew the house that night. I don't know what he's got. He's got a wrestling book. It's with uh, a WCW. The Ultimate Guide. Well, there you go. <laughs> There you go. Big return for Mike Baker. Crowd goes mild. Oh, he's he's giving a he's doing an old giving it up. Giving an old redneck uh redneck uh heel promo. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think Mike Baker thought this one through ahead of time. I mean, I think that's a, the history of Mike Baker. <laughs> As opposed to the helicopter, which he thought well ahead of time. Somebody's calling Mike Todd from the crowd? Oh, I remember. I remember he, he really thought that he was going to get over with this WCW book. 
man. I'm regretting doing an alternate commentary track already. <laughs> I hope everyone goes to powerbomb.tv if you haven't already and uses the code absolute because we deserve that money for watching this one with you. Man, look at Pedro looking slim and trim in that tux. It's a, a young Pedro there. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Oh no, it's not. Let's get it going. It's Mike Baker is going to give a dramatic reading from the encyclopedia of WCW, the Ultimate Guide. Oh, Pedro just took the mic. Oh, oh this must have been pre-back surgery because I can't imagine Pedro would be okay with that. Somebody's gonna. Oh, Benny Uh, Boone. Benny Boone. Benny Benny Boone Boone took the time to take his his shirt off at commentary. This is when Benny Boone was the wrestling commentator. Of course, famous during that run for entering to the wrong entrance music. In fact, I haven't let him live down to this day. He tried to come from commentary while his opponent's entrance music played. Yeah, then they ran into each other. Oh, man, this has got to be a disqualification. Oh, no, it's not an official match yet. We haven't started. He just threw his that book right into the crowd. He's never going to see it again. Wayne Palmer, ringside, Triple P. So you were starting right now. I'm sure this one's going to be a bummer. to open this show solo. Thanks, Benny Boone. Mike Baker with the clothesline and the cover. Man, taking the time to to try to keep the crowd in it. AIW is something. There you go. See, if you you can hear the commentary through, I was discussing Mike Baker's retirement match. He just killed him. (laughs) Did not quite get the clearance on that suplex. That was almost it for Benny Boone. Benny Boone's career ending as it started. I don't even know what year this is from. It's going to be like 2008 or something. Oh, man, just, just not, was, not, not calling any spots there. I was not happy to have Mike Baker in the ring, apparently. From that. <laughs> I don't think anybody was. I think everybody hated Mike Baker for what he tried to show his cock the crowd. I, Benny Boone wasn't after that suplex, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Big bear Benny Boone. Oh, Pedro. I was like, did somebody sit down with me? But the Pedro's out there. We all shared a table. Which made it even harder when we went shortly after this. We went to the three-man booth. These West Park Party Center shows were famous for uh, all-you-can-drink beer with your ticket. Yeah, you got. Well, no, it it was separate. It was like ten bucks though. You yeah. got yeah ten dollars, ten dollars, and then you got all-you-can-drink beer. And that never backfired on us. No, <laughs> not as at much all. as uh, Hell on Earth was. Or excuse me, I keep saying Hell on Earth. As much as Nightmare Before Christmas was famous for. Oh. Tabbing out to the bear hug. That's it. The big return of Mike Baker is over. <laughs> Man. The big bear with the big bear hug. Benny Boone coming from commentary and getting the win. <laughs> is he going back to the commentary? Yeah. Yeah, he'll come back down. His shirt's there. Nope. Oh, no, he's making it to the back. He's going to the showers. Look at that entrance. Yeah, he's not even going to the back. Did you see he cut around the side of the entrance? Wait a second. Where the hell was Benny Boone? Look. Oh, yeah, he's, he's doing a victory lap, I think. He's. I think he's going to the bar. Mike Baker's still down. That bear hug hurt. 
Oh, that was that's what you call a hot opener. That's crowd was ready to go after that one. Got them nice and primed up. Oh man, that mom and her kid used to come to every show. Oh, oh, the craft pack, the craft pack in the crowd. Former a lot crowd of staples, a lot of regulars. And something's going on with those mics. Yeah. Goofball was running the sound back then. Can't blame that one on Traxler. Yeah, this is pre-Traxler days. All right. Oh, Jack Verville. Jack Verville, who uh, has recently begun communicating with us through Twitter. Has he? Yeah, at least me. I know, he follows me, and he, he hits me up every now and then. He'll respond to stuff that I post. Jack Verville, man. He was a hot prospect for a while. I couldn't be more different anymore from what I've seen. I guess he he does like an MMA style now. Really? Yeah. But at the time, there was no MMA to be involved. It was the Jack of Love, Jack Verville. And this, I believe, I didn't didn't hear it there, but I believe was a qualifier for the then upcoming intense title tournament. Had, oh yeah, uh, I think that's a, a lot of that's on this show. I think this whole show is qualifier for the intense cause, title uh, tournament. I think Johnny had gotten injured and gave up the intense title. Man, Jack Verville. He's fired up. Yeah, because this would have been Yeah, this would have been November 28th, 2008, December 15th. So about two weeks later, we were at Putin Bay Lakewood for the intense title tournament. So a number of these matchups on this show were qualifying for that tournament. I think that was the first tournament we ever did. Man, this camera is not not synced up with the other camera at all. It's a horrible picture quality. Have I mentioned yet how thankful we are for Smart Mark? I think I just saw Benny Boone in the background coming out of the bathroom, which would explain why that match was so quick if he, if he didn't hit the bathroom beforehand. Oh, Marion Fontaine. Marion Fontaine. The pre, pre I bold. believe it might be. Uh, oh, what's going on that's here? That's an interesting uh, look there. Oh, no, the mustache is there. I couldn't remember. I thought maybe it was pre-mustache even. Did we, like, pipe the music in separately? Why is it so clear? I think it was, like, I, I don't know. I think like, it feels like it's dubbed over after the fact. I think it was, I think the I think the music was right in, like, I think we had a TriCaster at, or something. And it ran right into the. Yeah, they run. They ran the audio through it. So like I don't it's, know. It's much I'm, I'm better just... quality than any of the other audio on the show. <laughs> All right, Marion Fontaine. I think a lot of people forget just how long Marion Fontaine's been around. It's the only he's the only he's the only guy that's ever been in every gauntlet for the gold. Say the only one to compete in every gauntlet at this point. I mean, yeah, he's got to be, cut. And he, he's I be remember, coming up on like 15 years of wrestling. 
he he got his spot just by being there a couple times. He was a last minute replacement on the first couple AIW shows, and finally we just started booking him regularly. Yeah, I think he was just. I think he, I think his first show was actually a Hell on Earth one. Fontaine getting the crowd going, getting that clap going. Jack Verville not too happy about it. Jack, this must have been early in Jack's run too, because he doesn't have his band of misfits with him. That was what uh, the Jack of Love was most famous for in AIW, I think. Well, he was also most famous for costing us a venue because he 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 the venue had like a drum set, and he just decided to kick just to kick a hole right into the drums. Was that the one on the bar at the uh, at Putin Bay Lakewood? Yeah, Jack Verville cost us a whole venue. Venue has a sentimental value for me. That's where I met my wife. Oh, I don't think we'll ever be going back there. <laughs> well, we definitely won't go back to Putin Bay Lakewood because it's it's a different ownership now. It's a different name. Oh, maybe they, they've forgotten about Jack Verville breaking their sound equipment. <laughs> Man, it is kind of crazy, though, to think that Marion Fontaine has been wrestling for 15 years. I, looks the same. It looks exactly the same. It doesn't look like he's aged a day in those years. Ooh, a little cartwheel. Jack Verville, I think he was like a, a Lewis Linden addition to the roster. Yeah, he would have been because he was out of Michigan, and I know Lewis was at the time too. I believe he would. I think Jack Verville may have been maybe trained by Dan the Beast Severn. Uh, that's a distinct possibility. I don't. I don't know for sure. That's the school that Lewis Linden went to. So. Man, there's not a lot of people at Hell on the Floor. <laughs> nobody there. <coughs> I mean, how do we still run Black Friday if this is what happened the first time we did it? I think this was like a wow, man. This was a really successful endeavor. <laughs> you know, we thought it was a great idea, and and we've kept it up since. So obviously, we thought we were onto something. But man, Yeah, this is the first this is the first ever Black Friday and then we've run Black Friday every single year since. So we must have been very happy with this turnout at the time period. We obviously Jack Verbo sending Fontaine in. Aaron oh, Fontaine one little, step ahead as always. Little, little Manhattan drop. You know, I'll give it credit. The, it actually sounds the the house commentary Sounds better here than it has on other uh, other videos that I've seen on our YouTube channel. Yeah, I think they had it like, I think they. The, this is the one time that they decided that they were gonna sync it through uh, one of the cameras. Yeah, Jack Verville is uh, is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu purple belt and indie wrestler. Man, times are changing. He's he's really gotten on board. Kalamazoo uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is advertising him for an upcoming appearance. Is he like a celebrity Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, artist? Apparently, he's uh, he's the heavyweight champion of uh, Mister Chainsaw Pro Wrestling. Oh, of course. Does not have the flowing locks anymore. Is Mister Chainsaw Pro Wrestling available on Powerbomb TV? Does anyone? I know. Uh, I don't know that that Lash has gotten that one picked up yet. It sounds like so, it sounds like a promotion that they would they would have. <laughs> you know, that's a little bit of a theme this match. Neither one of these guys have their flowing locks anymore. 
Jack Verbal cut off that. He has, he's like buzz cut now. Man, he's got such a good head of hair on him. I know. It was very confusing the first time he hit me up on Twitter and I saw that. We almost weren't able to do this because my cat broke my TV on Friday night, but here we are. It's how dedicated we are to giving you fans extras. I had to go buy a new TV just to do this. He had to buy a new TV, so make sure they use promo code ABSOLUTE on powerbomb.tv. If you happen to be one of the few that owns this on DVD and is watching it at home rather than on powerbomb.tv. Oh, Jack Verville with a nice little knee counter there. I'm kind of regretting buying a new TV to, to watch this show. but <laughs> I think the second half will get better. We really kind of backloaded these shows, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of filler going on in AIW back in the day. It was all filler, no killer. <laughs> I don't know. There's a couple good ones coming, I think. Man, that fucking mic. It was even worse because we were doing house commentary. Doing the live commentary on the mic, so you constantly had that feedback. Man, people hate that. People, the live commentary. People hate it. I did it, and I hate it. Oh, there's a little advertising for an upcoming show. I think you're back to Benjamin the Boone talking about the Wet Bandits. Back to the future, Benny Boone. <laughs> Don't say that too loud. I'll start using it. <laughs> it amazes me how long Wayne Palmer's been taking photographs at ringside. I, he was already well established by the time we were running. He had already been a staple of of independent wrestling, especially here in Cleveland. Obviously, because, I mean, we gave him ringside access. And that guy taking him behind the barricade didn't have ringside access. Ooh, big senton. Nobody home. No water in the pool. Here in Fontaine, a little lion salt. That's got to be it. One, two, three. Called it. Referee Drew Taylor, man, left the business to... uh, be a casino dealer is he i thought he was still doing stuff with the clowns i didn't realize he wasn't no i think maybe once a year maybe he'll do the gathering of the juggalos he got real wrapped up with the insane clown posse but he's like a casino dealer and then he also does like corporate gigs where they have like a fake casino come in oh they do like casino night yeah i went to some casino night for my dad's work drew taylor was the fucking running the craps table He kept giving me a bunch of, like, chips that didn't mean anything. <laughs> didn't get you anything back. Oh, like, this, no one goes through the entranceway. Nick Sanka? Bartender Nick Sanka? Was there a danger that, like, the entranceway was going to fall down that day? No one's using it. Oh, Johnny Gargano promo. Oh, this is, where he, this is where he relinquishes the belt, I believe. Oh, where he explains how he got injured. We get this kind of backwards. He's surrendering the belt after we already had qualifiers for the intense title tournaments. I'm sure it was clarified on a MySpace post. A MySpace bulletin that we put out yeah. and asked everyone to share. Man, that, what fucking, is, that is the... That camera just can't get into focus, dude. It has a hard time focusing on that uh, entranceway. Dude. It's like you see the inside of the lens. It's real weird, man. That I don't get what's weird. going on. There we go. Speaking of Back to the Future, the Marty McFly vest. 
There it is. From uh, Johnny Gargano. Long hair ponytail version of Johnny Gargano. Never thought you'd get from this to uh, an ab off with Heartbreak Kid. Dude, he told me that whole. He came to training the other day. Told me how, that whole story how it came to came about. It's crazy. He also told me that he he watches AIW matches with Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels <laughs> breaks them down for him. <laughs> oh yeah. Which blew and my that's mind. That's the uh, that's the Powerbomb TV exclusive we should have, huh? Yeah, he told he told me that uh, Shawn Michaels watched uh, him versus Candice from AIW, and his mind was blown. He's a very competitive guy, that Shawn Michaels. Oh, Chandler Bingham's coming out. This is well before I was established as the uh, the president. That's when Chandler Biggins was still doing all the promos. He's got a suit oh, on and everything. Oh, he's slipping off the steps. <laughs> I like to think that was his uh, ode to Cesaro, except this was before that happened to Cesaro, for any of you Botchamania fans. Pedro liked it. Oh, oh, no, there it, no is. it wasn't. <laughs> I was wrong. I thought that was the uh, the double shot for Absolution 5. Apparently, I was wrong. No, they did. No, they did another double shot with us. It might have been. I don't yep. think it was before this. Because this was a Friday. It might have been September we did a double shot. With oh, Sarah. okay. So it was just after the fact. Yeah. I think Gargano just had to tell Chandler where the hard cam was. <laughs> he turned him towards it. After the... <laughs> That Gargano, man, he was always on top of things. Absolute door, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was bartender Nick Sanka yelling at it. It was. 30 days up. He's got to relinquish it. Now, this is coming on the back of... Uh, certainly didn't enforce that with some other champions we had. It was a very wishy-washy rule when it came to enforcement. I think that he knew that he was going to be out for a very extended amount of yeah, time. Yeah, no, we, it was an injury that was putting him on the shelf. Holy crap, that mic is terrible. It's dead. <laughs> Johnny Gargano calling out bartender Nick Sanka. There you go. It was a hairline fracture of the vertebrae. Same injury that AW trainee Wes Barkley had. Yet to debut. See, somehow I think it was a little, a little more involved. Now you hang out with Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Hellacious. 
was Seth Rollins. Tyler Black, Seth Rollins. I think there's been a few more, a uh, few more achievements since then. Uh, top of the mountain at this time. Uh oh, here comes TJZ and Jimmy DeMarco. Psychosexual panic. That would be why Nick Sanko was heckling Johnny Gargano, of course. Hot sauce. <laughs> I got really confused for a second. Hot sauce Williams wouldn't debut for years to come. That camera angle sucks. That camera sucks. <laughs> Let's be honest. Probably, I would say probably hammered at this point. Jimmy Gozar. Oh, they have a zipper on his tights. That doesn't even didn't even make any sense. Oh, see, he just said it. he called himself out on it. He said, "Yes, Gargano, there's a zipper." What the fuck is he saying? I'm he's hammered. That's what he's saying. Oh Jesus. Man. Two thousand Different world than two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight, baby. Gargano would be out for almost six months at this point. After this. After this. Uh, after the injury. I can't get over how young Pedro's looking. There's a lot of young in that. What did you just mention Gregory Iron? I don't know. <laughs> Throwing shirts at me and I don't even know what that was all about. When it's on his tights, just a smiley face with a tongue. Oh, he's trying to get Gargano to fight him. Gargano trying to get the match. Biggins is laying the law down. Laying down the law. Go to the back. Go to the back. He's got it. 
<laughs> He's oh. not liable. Legal terms. Oh, Jason Gory bringing the ringer out. Man, big, big surprise. Look, DeMarco passed out. That's how surprised he was. Whoa, oh, he fell again. Man, listen to this music. That camera is something else. I, it's like not only is it low definition, it's not even in focus. <laughs> Man, I love Smart Rug Video. Jesus. It's got mine. Yeah, now you turn it down. Now that you drowned out Pedro. This guy should join the production. Man, it's amazing that this guy's still wrestling. He is. He's still going. He's a guy that would pop up every now and then when we needed somebody. From Hell's Canyon. Qualify for the, the future intense title tournament to come in a couple weeks. Jason Gorey loves face paint. Nothing says Hell's Canyon like chomping on your gum. He's a smiley guy. I he is. For being, for being such a dark and twisted guy. He's smiling a lot. Oh, returning, See, Jason Gorey. That's a big return. return. That was a return. I believe he had been part of some of those early... Uh, Intense division scrambles. Yeah, Jason Gordon was a hot prospect back in, two, like, 2006. DeMarco was supposed to have, you heard it right there, it was supposed to be him and Gargano for the intense title. Ooh, Gary, oh, oh. oh. That's, that's getting innovative. Getting swept out. Jimmy DeMarco, not a lot of flash to his to him. A lot of, he's like a he was like a shock jock. Oh, absolutely! Oh man, he kicked him so hard, and he and stuff like that would happen in his matches. Dude, he, he just kicked gets him. kicked right in the mouth. He kicked him so fucking hard. Even Shima can't believe it. All these guys out of the the Pittsburgh area. He's that was pretty much like the know. extent of like Cleveland wrestling. It was like Cleveland people and people from Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh at people. this time, yeah. There really, if you watch the show, there's very few people. I mean, we filtered in some Michigan. Definitely yeah, didn't very, have a, very regionalized independent wrestling. Yeah, back say at this we, time. AW at this time wasn't full of uh, national names by any means. Referee Eddie Winslow. He had, a, he had a slew of characters in the AW. Okay. Eastside Eddie, Double A. Oh. Jimmy DeMarco, there you go, Shock Jack. What did he just say? I'm going to have sex with all your mothers. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, you could, this guy could not exist in the modern the, the modern era, I don't think. Oh, come on, Ruff, you pulled the hair. Could you imagine if the internet was beyond MySpace? Wrestling Twitter. Could you imagine wrestling Twitter watching Jimmy DeMarco back in the day? Oh my god, this guy would be this guy would be public enemy number one. 
I got a feeling he's going to become public enemy number one. <laughs> yeah, after with people all, watch this. With all these with all these old shows popping up <laughs> to a whole new audience. He's got his own little area carved out where he's still going. And I have a feeling his face might become a little more public after some of these hitting the internet. I don't think he wrestles anymore. He talks to me on, uh, he talks to me on Instant Messenger sometimes. Him and Chandler Biggins were like best friends. They were. They were real close. I used to just get pranked by him. <laughs> I think I think everybody did. Taylor Taylor Michigan, man. Taylor Michigan. I had uh I believe he was running down the sidewalk with some of my clothes at one point. Hey, this guy was something else. Delicious Jimmy DeMarco. Now there you go. Prohibition didn't have to qualify. Do something cool, guys. <laughs> Marco grounding it, slowing it down. I'm trying to figure out who all these, who this other cameraman is over there. Marco slowing it down after all the the high speed action that's defined the show so far. <laughs> I think he, I think he's still fucking concussed after that kick right to his face. <laughs> oh God, yeah. There you go. Way to call it, Big Bear. Going Benny for a body slam. Big color commentary. Tamargo. <laughs> Ooh, code breaker. Oh. Lung blower. Lung blower. Is, what's he, is he fucking the bottom rope? <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with this guy? He's, he's still going. Doing a fucking weekend of Bernie's too. Oh, that's right. This was post beer bottle. This was, of course, he and he had a a beer bottle broken over his head by facade at a previous Putin Bay Lakewood show. Which he wanted it to be a forty ounce, but people advised him that was probably not too too wise. He still didn't come out to uh, <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, that didn't quite work. I think he's concussed, man, from that kick. Oh, well, well if help. he wasn't before. That didn't help. He <laughs> <laughs> got piped on his head. And once again, 2008, a different time in wrestling, man. Oh, now we're just going to go to some real headbutts after the two near concussions. Code red. Oh. Almost. The Marco fighting out. Resilient. Jimmy DeMarco, what's what's it going to take for Jason Gorey? That's the question in hand right now. I think it's going to take a little outside uh, interference from A 450 GJD. splash. That's what it's going to take. Yep, yep. DJZ letting his presence be known. And, of course, I should point out, the era of live commentary, I have to pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> I can't mention it at all. That was my own rule for it because the referee can hear me. I can't exactly call out interference. So that would explain the, the moment of silence while DJZ got involved in the matchup. That's it. There it is. Delicious Jimmy DeMarco is qualified. I You might be right. Look at him. He's trying to grab the guardrails, trying to grab anything he can. He looks... 
he looks a little glazed over. <laughs> now, I will say he looked a little glazed over before the match even started. <laughs> oh, no. He's celebrating with, uh, Some old with lady. that lady. <laughs> Nick Sanka. Bartender Nick Sanka getting shut down by Jimmy D. Uh-oh. Oh, we're keeping the barn burners going now. This match, Haley beats the fuck out of him. I think I come back in this match, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you might be right. <laughs> of course, and this was, uh, there you go, Eddie Winslow, pulling Iron Man duty. He's back out there. It's before the, this is before Jake Lemons and Dave the Potato. So what, I don't even know it was Tom, well, no, Tom oh. Dunn, this would have been post-split. So Tom Dunn was uh, was on the list at the time. So Eddie. we had Drew Taylor and Eddie Winslow. Rebus. Yes, in case you're wondering, he is a doorman at a local strip club. And he wears that outfit. If you're ever in Ohio and you want to go to Bugsy Speakeasy and get in for half of the $2 cover charge. <laughs> what is it? He's just taking stuff from people in the crowd and throwing it? This guy, man. <laughs> Rebus. I mean, this was this may have been around the same time that he and, and the Potato and some others would protest outside of the shows about women being involved in AIW. Because Haley Hatred, of course, broke the gender barrier for AIW after years of, of promising no women's wrestling would ever appear in Absolute Intense Wrestling. Here's the woman that broke that Rebus, barrier down. Man, Rebus looks real big on this camera angle. Well, basically wearing a... Skin tight black doesn't help. He's got that fucking Eric Kanan fucking single in on. <laughs> he is vacuum sealed into that thing. It's got the golden goose. Haley Hatred. The the Ronda Rousey to your Dana White, the one that convinced you that women's wrestling could work. Made more money for this fucking company during these eras than a- anybody. Oh, there's Aaron, yeah, Aaron Bauer. Aaron Bauer's happy to see her. He's in the crowd. Dark days, Aaron Bauer. He don't even know. He, he, I think he's supposed to be backstage. Well, I would say he's on the show. He's not there as a fan. I don't know why he's in the crowd right now. (laughs) He's probably hitting up that ten dollar all you can drink beer special. (laughs) But he's really excited to see Haley. Dude, she beats the fuck out of him. I think. I'm not surprised she beat the hell out of you during this era too, and she actually liked you. Couldn't stand Rebus. Everybody fucking hates (laughs) Rebus. He's one of those guys that thinks he's like the fucking ultimate vet brother. Rebus, I actually, uh, prior to this time, I actually worked at Blockbuster Video with Rebus at one point. Oh, my God. I tortured him. I was one of his managers. I used to make him do oh. all the crappy work. Man, just gave her a little slapski. It's probably a fucking stupid idea. Oh Yeah, it was a real <laughs> stupid idea. Dude, she hits fucking hard. <laughs> That's one you can uh, definitely speak about. She hits fucking real hard. It sucks. She got a glow necklace. <laughs> she might. I don't know. Her gear was really weird at the time. It says hatred on the back, and it's kind of glowing. It might just be crappy cameras, too. I think she's got one of those neon little kid fucking glow necklaces. Oh, they're going. Oh, there you go. Throwing down strong style. Rebus and Haley hatred. Dude, that fucking probably hurt so bad. Oh, that's dumb. Oh, that's right. This was just fucking rippling through that fucking vinyl. <laughs> yeah. 
that shirt didn't do you very much good on that one. Oh, and she's throwing overhand, too, just to be extra mean about it. Dude, I think she does something crazy to him on the floor, and it it's really painful. Why are we feeling it might be a suplex, maybe? Something. I'm sure we'll come to it. Well, it's going to come soon, because I have a feeling he's... Oh, no. I she thought he was going to charge in and get low bridge. Oh, my God. She's kicked him right in the kidney. Reeves probably urinating blood to this day from that one. I I'm telling you, man, one, to, I, one time I took all the AW students to meet him at a strip club just so they could experience life. Just so they could see what AIW used to be like. He's still there. Bugsy Speakeasy Doorman slash DJ. He's been there for a long time. Oh, yeah, over a decade. I mean, he was there at this time period. I don't know. what the, They must have a hell of a retirement plan. Oh, Rebus going to the eyes. <laughs> oh, little hair mare on Rebus. She's kicked him right in the face. Somebody in the crowd really enjoyed it. Did you hear that cackle out of one of the ringside fans? Yeah. Rebus taking it to her. This actually went a whole lot longer than I seem to remember it going. Same. Everyone's got to get their fucking shit in, dude. Oh, Rebus reeling off his own headbutt. Rebus, man, he just missed his era. This guy, this guy would have been born in the seventies. He would have been a star. <laughs> Should point out, I uh, I actually had to wrestle a tag match against you one time because Rebus couldn't get out there. I think he couldn't get off work or something. <laughs> I'm sure. I was supposed to manage. Oh, God. <laughs> God, dude. Jeez, fuck. He probably wasn't supposed to kick out. <laughs> I, he didn't want to kick out, I can tell you that much. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's just fucking right oh. face. Oh, Jesus. She's fucking so pissed. I thought Potato always got the worst of these beatings during their time <laughs> in AIW. No, she dude. just beat the hell out of Rebus. I think that he was supposed to not kick out of that fucking lariat. And now it's just fucking... Now she's going into business. Look, yeah, she's going into business right now. There's... Whipped the guardrail, killed the camera. Knocked the camera guy over. <laughs> Whipped him in so hard that the camera guy went flying. This camera seems to be worse than the fucking hard camera. He's trying to get over there. He's running. There's the camera, and he's back on his feet. I think it was Mike T. You've heard Mike T mentioned Club in some of the uh, Duke-featured podcasts of the card is going to change. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> this match is awesome. I, we need to get a better camera. I, Mike T's camera might be out of commission right now. I think that's why we don't have a better angle. Because I don't get nearly enough views of just how hard Haley is hitting Rebus right now. What does Rebus have in mind? He's got her pushing her up against the guardrail. Uh-oh. Oh. Rebus throwing himself into the guardrail. Man, my T's camera is out of commission, I thought. Like he's trying to whoever's whoever's running this one's trying to get a good angle at least. Get her Larcy. <laughs> All right, at least we get to go back to this quality, quality hard cam. 
Man, this match really kind of drags when Haley's not beating the hell out of Rebus. But it's fantastic when she is. Dude, shit, I'm so hard. Rebus, dude. This guy still tries to get booked in the IW shows. All right, come on. Let's get let's get back to Haley beating you up. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I he's gotten multiple segments in this match. Oh, oh going to the, oh, no. the rear naked choke. Oh, Benny Boone. Benny Boone calling rear naked shakes rear naked chokes before MMA had really blown up in wrestling. Rebus fucking he, he was paving the way, dude. He's a pioneer. If it wasn't for Rebus, we wouldn't have Tom Lawler these days, right? All right, Haley's back on offense. Let's see how bad she hurts him this time. Here we go. Oh, running start. Oh, she's a little high on that one. Didn't get all of it. Is that it? Oh, rope. Rebus has that bottom rope. <laughs> Ring general, Rebus. Dummy. What a dummy. <laughs> That's seriously, at some point you just stay down, right? When I wrestled oh. Haley in our dog collar match, I legit tapped out. <laughs> oh, Rebus. Man, Shoot. suplexes are dangerous on this show. That's fucking right. <laughs> All right, let's do something painful to him again. Seriously. Oh, oh well, God. I guess that's a receipt then. Rebus just dropping all his body weight. Holy shit. I'm in tears right now. Rebus is standing. Oh, woman beater chant. Oh, people are really honest. Oh, oh. my God. Rebus. Fisherman's neck breaker. Well, come on, Rebus. <laughs> Rebus, pay attention. I just gave you credit for being a ring general. Her foot landed on the ropes. Where is it going? Uh-oh. Oh, we're going to weapons. This is long. <laughs> that seems to be the theme of the first part. of the, Other than Benny Boone, Mike Baker. And I have a feeling you might be right. I have a feeling that's because that was not booked. That was not planned, so they only got about three minutes to do their thing. Oh. oh, here we go. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, that's John me. Thorne. That's me. John Thorne saving Haley Hatred from the kendo stick. Gonna hit him. Oh. oh, right over the head, too. Biggest mistake I ever made in my life. <laughs> that was no Sandman gut shot that the Duke got. Hey, man, this is before we knew about <laughs> head injuries. Clean shot to the head. No wind-up. Man, that was a dumb. That was dumb. Oh, John Thorne calling for the mic. Oh, very rare occurrence in my career. Man, I had real long hair. You did. I think it's speaking of dark days. I think this was dark days for you, too. Oh, yeah, this is real dark days for me, dude. 
Oh, oh man. there we go. 2008, man. Oh, 2008, man. <laughs> oh, I can't say that. No. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh. Sean Thornton. Bring in the heat. Oh, man. Oh, no. Well, at least we don't have to worry about Jimmy DeMarco being public enemy number one. Everybody knows where to find you these days. Oh, man. Killer. Oh, Reba's throwing headbutts on Pedro. Pedro <laughs> took a lot this show. Man. Uh, I hate women. I t- I'm telling you, it was dark days. Uh-oh. Oh, calling for the follow-up. Somebody's gotta somebody's gotta break this off. Somebody's gotta break this up. Before you Oh. Oh no, not no. giving the fans what they want. Oh no, no. Oh, proposition. I can finish you off now. Are you gonna set my set? Are you gonna set my set? The fan in the crowd making suggestions about the proposition. You know, I have a sneaking suspicion about that fan in the crowd yelling. Oh, yeah? It kind of sounds like it could be Mike Baker. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was. That's probably <laughs> why I said, oh, what, are you 15 years old? <laughs> oh, jumping right into the no ropes barbed wire. That's the way you start a feud. No ropes barbed wire. Of course, you can see that match on YouTube. Man, Chandler Briggins is going to make it official. (laughs) Chandler with a complete confusion while he makes the match. That match, of course, the uh, professional wrestling commentary debut of Corey Graves. Give it up for Rebus. Give it up for Rebus. Wherever you're watching now, give it up for Rebus. Give it up for still standing after those shots he took from Haley. Oh, oh. Rebus and Chandler Biggins. Rebus is just trying to start a match with everybody. Yeah. I don't I think you're already in the back. Rebus is still going. Oh, no, you're out there arguing with somebody in the crowd. Is it the craft pack you're arguing with? No, I just thought someone was in a fight. I was real angry at that guy. Yeah, these guys, our crowd really loved Haley. Oh, here 
we go. There, now we're now we're picking up, and not just because uh, the best around. Revis is getting punched in the head. What have been the best around? Those guys are promising. I don't. That's you said we didn't do any research. I did a little bit of research because I was like the best around were awesome. They had to have done something. They apparently fell off the face of the earth in 2014. For those that weren't watching independent wrestling ten years ago, the best around were huge on the East Coast. They were out of a. Uh, Combat Zone had used them quite a bit, and they uh, they made it till about 2014, then just disappeared. Oh, we lost uh, we lost all audio here. There it is, and I think we just lost uh, Flip Kendrick's entrance music there for a minute. Man, I love Flip Kendrick. He's like my favorite wrestler. There it is. I think this match is also a qualifier for the intense tournament. Only two with the winning team. Two will, competitors get in instead of one. Yeah. I You want to talk about guys that have been around for a while. Flip and Lewis have been around since the early, early days of AIW as well. I think, they, I think their first AIW match was in 2006. And they were... Uh, these guys have been all around. Flip Kendrick's always been fucking so jacked, too. Uh, he is. He's ripped on. I think his initial match was the only time that he wasn't just jacked out of his mind. Oh, kilos. I was like, wait, what? Kilos. <laughs> Oh, they were Canadian. Oh, that's Canadian. Why. That's right. But they were they were a, an East Coast tag team, from what I saw. They were. Yeah, I think they just said that they were from Canada. They were future uh, Combat Zone tag champs, I believe. At this point, these guys were good. I don't know what happened to them. They were fantastic. That's why I was convinced they had to have done something. Bruce Cannon or Bruce Maxwell and T.J. Cannon. I yeah, think, was that their names? And th- I mean, this really was kind of the extent of like names we brought in. These guys had had developed a bit of a reputation at this point. I think this guy, like uh, his claim to fame, was I think he did a shooting star double stomp. I think that was like the big, the big move that he did. Hitting his hand in the ceiling fan. The second appearance of that entrance music in AIW history. Of course, the original entrance music of Johnny Gargano. No, no. His original entrance music was Bittersweet Symphony. And then he went to the best Oh, round. then he went to the best around. I do remember the best around, though, because he used to try to get me to participate in his entrances. Man, Flip Kendrick, man. He's looking jacked. He may actually be more jacked then than he is now. We got no audio. It's there, but it's it's barely there. Too bad they couldn't have dropped the audio for my promo. <laughs> just segments of it. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Different times. Just wait till we do that round table uh show on Hell on Earth One. Oh god. Can't even imagine. 
man. Can we get 2017 Josh Prohibition to sit in on that? That's my one, my one request. Yeah, I'm sure we can. I just want 2017 Josh Prohibition to watch 2007 Josh Prohibition. Cannon and Lewis Linden starting it off. Man, I love the West Park Party Center. That's, you know, a lot of people associate Turner's Hall with Cleveland Wrestling. The West Park Party Center is no slouch in I, Cleveland a, history. There is a lot of history for such a small venue. It's so expensive, though. But, yeah, this is where I saw so many Cleveland Cleveland All-Pro shows in this building. EFW did a bunch of shows of this sh- in this building. Well, yeah, because it, it was the predecessor to Turner's for us. It was the predecessor to Turner's for JT. Oh, there you see, I put it, I said it on commentary, that both members of the winning team would be in the tournament. This is, you're going to see, pace pick up a little bit from what you've been watching so far. And, oh, Lennon with the handspring broke the lights. <laughs> the lights went out. And this wasn't even intentional. Like, we used to do this on purpose, but. I think they blew a f- they blew a fuse. Well, and those those lights taboo. TJ says uh, those lights took like twenty minutes to get going again. This is when we thought we'd be once again going back to a theme you've heard if you've listened to our podcast. We wanted to be different and not use the room lights. We thought it made us look like a bigger deal if we had the the isolated lights. I still like the look of it, but I mean, it all, something always this would up. this happened all the time. They would always like blow a fuse or something. Blow a fuse, or somebody would catch their foot on a cord and yank one of them over. Probably gonna be house lights from for the rest of the show. Oh, Lewis Linden. Lewis Linden, probably the most underrated wrestler ever. Oh yeah, fantastic talent and. Benny Boone with his his famous people could never get over Lyndon and Kendrick not to be infused with London and Kendrick <laughs> of course Paul London London and Brian Kendrick were in WWE at the time it's a good thing we renamed them Aeroform finally after a while I don't know if we renamed them I think they just they, said that Bruce Maxwell and Flip Kendrick. I'm sure, I'm sure they were all a little thrown off by the by the lights situation. Test of strength, man. You don't want to do t- look at Flip Kendrick, man. He's carved out of granite. Right. Oh, yeah, foot stomps. Bruce Maxwell ain't looking too in shape. Flip, flip it. Flip be flipping. Oh, well, arm flip drag. on him. Flip. To quote Dean Ambrose. What are you going to do? Flip on us? You know, flip on us. Flip. Oh, oh man. see. Pace is picking up now. This guy can't even keep up. Flip Kendrick. Oh, very observant, Betty Boone. 
Oh, it didn't land on his feet that time. Oh, he can't let Flip Kendrick get to his feet. Oh, man. I love that. I think I was doing the math there. If you notice the pause on my commentary, I think I was trying to do the math on what he just did. Is that like a 6.30 senton? Yeah, that's what I called it, but basically, yeah. I just want people to know that based on the uh, economic state of Cleveland professional wrestling at this time, this was a successfully large crowd. <laughs> this was. This was considered a very good show. Step up in Zagiri. It's crazy to me to watch this. And you do mention the crowd. I mean, it. I remember we were we were ecstatic about this. This many people. About this turnout. That's why we're like we're running Black Friday every year. Man, it does not look that impressive yeah. right now. And it, it looks small in a small building. Could you imagine this in Mount Carmel? Oh man, it looked like there was nobody there. But you know that's just the state of the state of independent wrestling in Cleveland at this time. It really was. I mean, this was a, a decent show for anyone at the time. For all those people that like want there to be all these companies and stuff, this is what happens when there's so many companies in one area. At this time, there's there's probably there's probably six companies running the west side of Cleveland, and this is what happens: the, the crowds get thinned out like this. It's just oversaturation. It was a lot of the same names. Oh man. What the fuck are they going to do here? Get him, Flip. Oh, Lewis Lennon countering. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Maxwell landing on his feet. Oh, no. oh. that's smooth. So he said, these guys, whoa, these guys were good. Man, Bessler round was pretty smooth with the... Uh, with some of their offense. They really were. This was almost a, a challenge for Flip and Lewis because they were really coming into their own, and this was what at the time was a, a well-established East Coast tag team that had really started to develop a name for themselves. So this was one of those things. It was definitely a bigger challenge than, than what they had faced in AIW, and it was a chance for them to kind of step up and uh, show that they were worth some hype of their own. Man, I like I'll I'll say it to the end of time. Lewis Linden is like uh, I'll never understand why he hasn't caught on in a lot so many bigger places because he is as good as it gets inside the ring. Flip Kendrick too, you know, for for being a high flyer. I don't. I also don't think he gets enough credit. No, absolutely. Lewis is obviously the the better, well-rounded worker, but. Flip Kendrick's no slouch when it comes to innovation. Flip Kendrick's one of the most innovative guys when it comes to high flying. It's just insane. Oh, and this might be, actually, based on what I just heard Benny Boone say, uh, Lewis Linden, I believe, was still going by Brian Linden. Really? Or he just screwed up completely and called him Brian London. But I, I do know at one point he was going by Brian Linden. Yeah. Early AIW for sure he was Brian Linden, but I, I thought maybe oh, maybe he he is still Brian Linden here. 
I don't remember when he made the switch to Lewis London. Who I I have no idea who this other cameraman is. It looks like he's got um, a very expensive camera and it sucks. The other ringside camera? Yeah, right there. I believe. Oh no, that's I don't know. Who I that thought is. it was Sparks who did uh No, that's not him. It was an Akron guy that came with Pedro that did security for us as well. I thought I saw him manning a camera earlier, but I could be wrong. Oh, TJ Cannon doing some jumping jack double stomps. Oh, the, the double high five and Drew Taylor calling him on it and saying it should have been a tag. <laughs> Drew Taylor, man, he's always got something going with his hands, man. He's a good ref. He was. He's a guy that, like Pedro, and kind of pulled out of the crowd. He was uh, ringside security for us. He was set up for us. And then we just needed a ref one day. Threw a shirt at him. No, that's definitely not Sparks on that other camera. I have no idea who that is. It looks like a very expensive camera, but when it cut to it, it looked like shit. It's, the video quality sucks. Mike T's camera definitely is the superior camera of all the ones involved in shooting this show. It's a good thing we got it back after Haley and Rebus tried to kill it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Or this show would have been really doomed. I see Juicy Pat Lucy back there buying some merch. Oh, oh we got the lights the back. The lights going. are back. House lights went out. Benny Boone is on a really big Brain Busters kick in this match. I think that's the third or fourth time I've heard him compare the best around to the Brain Busters. I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> they got some creative offense, but I don't know if I'm comparing them to Tully and Orton. <laughs> that's a little bit of a certain... Oh, there's Sparks right there. Yeah, you're right. Sparks is definitely not on camera because he just saved that kid's life at ringside when Lyndon got thrown into the guardrail. Oh, Bruce Maxwell. Bruce Maxwell making the cover, but we're a little focused on... TJ Cannon getting into it with a kid at ringside. Whatever that kid still watches wrestling, huh? This kid right here? Yeah. I don't know. Kid would be, what, 18 years old now? Probably. <laughs> Maybe his early 20s. If you're watching this and you're that little kid, let us know. Yeah, let me know. Tweet us. I'm going to do a podcast. Follow that kid's story. Yeah, give us your feedback on this event. As long as your life's been interesting. If, you're, if nothing inter- if this is the most interesting thing that happened in your life, I take that back. We don't want to do a podcast anymore. Oh, oh, oh that's cool. I didn't roll through into the pin. Before shows, Lyndon, like, shadow wrestles himself. It's insane. Like, he just walks around in the ring alone, and he just, like, shadow wrestles. Like, trying to come up with ideas. Benny Boone, man, let's get him, let's get him back on the, in the commentary booth. If he's not doing any uh, WWE extra work. Security guy work. <laughs> guy is the king of WWE extras. I, Benny Boone, actually, on commentary, that reminds me, because like I said, this would this would eventually give way to the three-man booth when uh, Denver, Colorado. 
in the years before Beyond Wrestling, Drew Cordero would join us in commentary. And uh, in the Jack of All Trios tournament, there was a proposed three-man team announcers where uh, the three of us would be a team and the two outside the ring would commentate the match. (laughs) What is this going on here? He's just running over top of him. And that was a... That was a big buildup for yeah. He's he small is payoff. Blown up. Small payoff. Modified. <laughs> I don't know. There was a. Hold on. It's an interesting angle on that other camera. Dude, who is this fucking guy? Who, who is editing this? That that was the camera angle they went to for that. Yeah, man. Don't even get me started on that. Oh, yeah. That's right. (laughs) Former AIW owner Goofball would have been all our video production needs. Man, I love Smart Mark Video. That's all. All Powerbomb TV is going to do is make me realize how much I love Smart Mark Video. Yeah. This partnership's the best thing for uh, for Burns and everybody over at Smart Mark. Oh, man. That was was a nasty spinning heel kick. We lost the lights again. I, we didn't lose the lights. Oh. We lost the video somehow. Oh, man. I thought How do we have three cameras and we don't get a single shot for a second there? Here we go. Flip Kendrick. House of Fire. Do something crazy. Do something crazy. Big clothesline. Big clothesline. Get him. Get him. Get him out of here. Oh, oh my sh- God. I think he just killed him. <laughs> he forgot to keep going. What? He did something that the camera he didn't did. catch up. Nope, only two. Oh. <laughs> I think I think he just committed a murder. <laughs> Bruce Maxwell. Maybe that's what happened to the best around, huh? Oh nope, Bruce is up. Oh, and he he got payback by not catching him. <laughs> Bruce is up just to let Flip land on his head after getting lawn darted out onto his own head. Kid's getting a close look now. Look at him. I think they. I wonder if that kid still comes to the AW. I'm curious. Set the time zone. <laughs> How did we? How are we still running? I don't know, dude. That's the lesson in the show. How are we still a promotion when this was the product we were putting out? People paid money for this on DVD. They sure did. <laughs> People are paying money to watch this on Powerbomb.tv. Hopefully, using the code Absolute so they continue to pay us money. Lewis Linden's not the legal man. What's going on? Unless the camera missed a tag there while they were showing us the corpse of Bruce Maxwell on the outside. Oh, a little soul food. Eat the feet for all you Gail Kim fans. The what? (laughs) Betty Boot calls it the cheek crusher. Do you call it a cheek crusher? Like he He crushed the cheek. That was a cool little hip toss neck breaker deal. Oh. This guy likes running the ropes. Yeah, he does. You get a feeling he's the guy that didn't get blown up the first day when they made him run the ropes. So he just, just to prove a point, he'd always run the ropes. He loves running the ropes. Let's get some control, Drew Taylor. It's like see, this is like when Benny Boone agrees with you. This is like when Jake Clemens is roughing. I'm feeling this is gonna backfire on him. Oh, 
Oh. Oh, look. Lights are going on again. Drop. Oh, it was just the one set, though. They got plugged back in right away. Oh, nope. there they go again. Fuck, man. <laughs> this show is a fucking disaster. How was this one of the first ones that Smart Mark sent them? I don't think anybody watches it. Oh, there's the lights out again. The lights are out for the win for the finish. Oh man, it's a dark finish. Now he did call him Lewis Linden. Benny Boone screwed up when he called him Brian earlier. He called him by the wrong first and last name. <laughs> man, these the lights kept going out. These guys had a lot to work with and still had probably the best match on the show. Oh, man. Benny Boone's still commentating and can't hear it on the home video release. I don't know. If, I don't know if rewatching these old shows is good for my mental stability. Holy crap. Well, on the plus side, every show we run this year looks fantastic. And this isn't even a bar show from back then. Think yeah, about that. This is the A show right here. This is the A show. Can you imagine if we watched one of the Putin Bay Lakewood shows? No wonder we thought this was a good draw. We were lucky all those people were even there. That kid does still come to AIW because he comes with that other guy. Please continue to the next disc. I I don't think that there's discs involved here. <laughs> Shima Zion versus Facade. It's a match that you could still see to this you day. You still probably see. <laughs> It'll have intense title implications. Uh, we just said fuck it. What were the house lights? In fact, I'm pretty sure you saw Porter. This is part of a, a couple matches this year in AIW. Those multi-man tag team matches that were uh, match of the year candidates. Oh, man, I love Shima's old entrance music. I'm just going to let you listen to it. Camera's in focus now that we have house lights up. What's this mask you always with the entrance attire. Jimmy DeMarco's back out. That's well, his partner. <laughs> he just punk out that kid. You would think we had separate prices for front row back then, too. Look, the front row is empty. <laughs> Maybe we did. I don't know. <laughs> He's got a snake on It's like a butterfly with a snake and fangs. What is he doing? He's getting him pumped up, dude. Oh. Let's make the show go longer. Oh, good. Oh, there we go. Number Is that number three on the show or four? Did Mike Baker get one in too? Oh, no, dude. <laughs> Oh no! Oh man! Oh, a bunch of twenty-somethings, man. That's what everybody was then. 
There were 20 somethings, and it was 2008. Oh man! Oh, we just, are getting everybody unbooked in 2018. I just like to, on the basis of this show being on Powerbomb.tv. I just like to apologize for uh, people just being 20 and looking for some hot, some hot button words to use. Looking for the the easy heat back then, man. Facade, man. The Laces. long entrances. Man, he should go back to this fucking song, dude. Fuck the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, Turtles. Yeah. Oh, that's Ultra. Ultra. Man has a long, long struggling battle with heroin addiction right there. He's holding that sign. What is he tagging over there? What's that guy got? Mike Baker's WCW book. <laughs> segment one. <laughs> Somebody took that home and got it tagged by facade. I hope that's hanging. Oh, there's in. Riggs. He's tagging Riggs' chest. I hope that's hanging in someone's wrestling memento room to this day. Man, there's like an old ass grandma on the crowd. Did you see that? Not surprised. That's still true to these days. Some shows. It's just usually one of the wrestlers' grandmas. AW. Wrestling for grandmas. Is she going to wrestle in this fucking weird that butterfly was the, That was the promo. That's what you missed after uh, his his unique choice of promo language. Oh, man. He oh, said that they no. did not deserve to see his face. He was going to wrestle in the mask. I think he just always wanted to be a luchador. And this was before he was even doing lucha. Yeah, he'd, he had done some tours in Mexico, I think, around this time. So I think that's when it started. Probably for the best that the sound's not working right now to hear what he's saying to the crowd. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man, we're gonna have a whole lot of people asking that they that old AIW never be featured on Powerbomb.tv again, and it's just gonna be the people that wrestled on the show. It's a product of the time period. That's all I gotta say. I don't know. Can't make an excuse for it. Just have to apologize. Facade, man. I can't believe this guy is fucking training the students of the Great Kali in India right now. <laughs> Out of all the people in the world, the Great Kali chose Facade to mold the, the future of the, in, the uh, India professional wrestlers. Yeah, around this time, Shima was doing like a lot of like international traveling, like going to Japan and like doing tours and stuff. And it was his his first really kind of forays into that stuff. Oh, man. I bet you if you didn't have that mask on, you would have been able to see that coming. Yeah, he did. He'd see it coming. I think at this time, Shima Zion was going through a little bit of an identity crisis. Because he did this lucha thing, and then he tried to he tried to change his name to like Michael Monte Carlo or Shima Monte Carlo, at a couple different places. He was trying to he was a very experimental time for him. Well, this is kind of the this is coming off the back of the Filipino supermodel. He had I mean you could still see it on his tights, 
but he had stopped doing it. He had stopped he, doing he the hairspray. Hair. He cut his hair. So I, I, you're probably right. He's kind of trying to find his identity. You could tell he's off a step, though, with his mask on. I mean, this would be this would be almost two years. It would be about a year and a half until the matchup he had with uh, Ricochet at Absolution 5 that got him noticed by Impact. Yeah, that's, so that's still a couple years off. Facade, man. I got facade. I got facade hired in the Urban Wrestling Federation. I thought that was going to be his uh, his big break. His big break, man. I had high hopes for the Urban Wrestling Federation. Oh, back to that shitty camera. It looks a little better with the house lights on, but it looks nothing like this one. You call him Scion, like the car? Dude, Betty Boo just can't fucking pronounce a name. Oh, Facade's oh, done with the mask. She must have, please take this mask off me. Yeah. I can't see. We have tied up. He said, dude, I'm going to break something if you don't take this mask off my head. What is that? What did DeMarco just pull out? He's got a ruler. He pulled a ruler out of his pants. Yeah, it is. Big Hat Inc., man. Still comes AIW to this day. Right over to Nick Senga's lap. Nick Senga. Probably. Oh, there's there's Corporate Brad, Moonshine Muck McGee. The craft pack. That was the craft pack earlier. No, that's not the No, that's not. Oh, I thought. Man. Nick Sanka, all of what, 18 years old at this point? He's got a red. Sitting there with a cup full of beer in his hand. He's got a red cup in his hand. (laughs) Man, just a different time. This is like. A weird, weird time machine that we're in right now. But these guys are still around, which makes it extra weird. Yeah. Anyone involved with this is still around, including us. So there you go. Support independent wrestling. That's the message here, because you never know what that crappy indie down the street's going to turn into. <laughs> Let's do a show back at the Westburg Party Center. As long as we can do like a one night stand style. Get Rebus out there. <laughs> oh god, he's still in some messages me. <laughs> we just gotta we just gotta get Haley Hatred back, I think. That's the that's the key. Right but right before uh right before he got sick, Chandler had started uh communicating with Haley. He's he was so insane that he fucking tracked her down and found an email. I did I remember you guys sent the picture. She lives in Morocco now. I don't even know where the fuck that is. It's over, uh, I don't think it's quite Mideast. I think it's more Africa, like Northern Africa. That's where she's living. They exchanged a couple emails. 
It's fantastic that we found her. Man, Wayne Palmer, he, he's ageless. He is. He looks the same. Speaking of people who look the same. Let's go. Let's get that mask back on. <laughs> it really slowed the match down when the mask. It's like the, it's like it had special lucha powers. Yeah. That when it came off, it slowed down. I thought these guys were going to be going balls to the wall. I seriously, that's what I anticipated too. I think they're building to it. I bet you these guys wrestled each other two hundred times in their careers. I bet you they wrestled each other two hundred times by this point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. Okay, nine, but almost 10. Did Fasad even use the name Michael Fasad then? What is Benny Boone doing? Yeah, he was Michael the Bomber Fasad. Oh, I do remember at one point, but I didn't. He, I thought he was just introduced as Fasad on the show. Thought by then he had dropped the Michael the Bomber part. I don't know, man. Can you imagine having dreadlocks for over a decade? <laughs> well, the the camo's giving way to the neon, though. Man, I just wanted to go back to that that entrance piece he came out to on this show. I hate I hate that fucking ninja rap song. It was pretty good. Uh. Pretty good entrance music. I wouldn't mind hearing that one come back. Oh, man. Dude, you got him for real. There we go. The bomber. We're picking it up. Jimmy Marco throwing the ring apron around. I thought he was looking for something for a second. He was just pissed and flipping the ring apron around. It makes me uncomfortable that he had a ruler in his pants for... An extended amount of time. It's entirely possible since he changed out of his tights, it might have been there. How about that factoid? 2008, Shima Zion was trying to establish himself as a singles competitor in AIW because he had been a former tag team champion that hadn't found his footing in the, in the singles division yet. Shima Zion, another guy. Probably one of the, I mean, I know he's he's been in he's in TNA and stuff, but well, well underappreciated talent. Well, here's the thing: he was good in in 2008, 2017. Shima Zion is, in my opinion, one of the best true independent wrestlers out there. Even though he's not truly independent, he has a contract. Well, yeah, but I mean, just like the style and the traveling and. Yeah, he's probably he's probably one of the best. And besides another guy, when he's on, he's he's very innovative and very good. But when he is off, he might die. It's another story. When he's off, you fear for his safety and the safety of everyone around him. But you know, like uh, he he hasn't had a, an off day in, in a while. No, not since he came back. Not since he came back to AIW. Um, and then I mean, who knows what's ha- what what India is going to do to him. You know, and that was kind of what led to him leaving, you know, to his, his last stint in AIW ending is we, we ran into a lot of those off days, and he came back fresh, 
couple years ago and has been around ever since until Great Collie made him an offer he couldn't refuse. That's <laughs> so insane to me. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite stories ever. It's over. It's over. No. Backslide. Oh, wait. That's like a weird... I think they're trying to like reinvent the wheel on the Jerry Lynn RVD pin. No, I think there was a... Oh, no, I think it's somebody outside yelling three. I was like, I think there was, there was something was supposed to happen there that didn't, but... Oh, wait. Oh, that's it. Oh, it. It was a double-handed count because both men's shoulders were down. Oh. Both men are going to get into the title tournament, I I suspect. I don't remember how he did resolve that. It's a draw. Well, Jimmy DeMarco's not happy about it. He's got that ruler out again. It's the third time. Oh, wait. Chandler Riggins is out again. Oh, he's all. Scammy. Scammy. Scammy Carnahan. Oh, there it is. They're both in. Scammy Callahan has been removed from the tournament. Jimmy DeMarco just keeps getting that ruler out of his pants. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Security came on. Security's getting them out. They are. And these two would meet in the first round of the intense title tournament. Oh. Yeah, boy. That's a promo there. That is a promo. Why was anyone allowed near a mic in these days? I don't know. That's, I think we should tell Powerbomb TV to just drop all the audio. <laughs> just we're, just gonna have to, we're just going to have to commentate every we're show. We're going to do these alternate commentaries. A Latin crime syndicate and the homeless handicap connection coming up. Joey the Snake. Joey the Snake was a 40-year-old rookie. Fernandez, one of uh, a thousand gimmicks. Big bombshell, guys. Kay Fernandez, later known as AIW superstar Jerry. And before this, known as K-Fed. <laughs> Here we go. This was a heated feud at the time, as I recall. 
parched. I'm sure it was super hot. Remember, uh, Joey the Snake. Joey Snake was looking lean back then. Where's Kay Fernandez? I don't know. I don't see him. Did he somehow miss their entrance music, or is Joey the Snake wrestling? There is actually a... Oh, wait. Man, everyone got to use the mic on this damn show. Oh. Crowd chanting agua at them, because it's the only Spanish word they know. Oh, there you go. Kay Fernandez is not here. And this would actually, this would indeed, Absolution 4, the following year, 2009, there would be a flag match between the Latin Crime Syndicate and the Homeless Handicap Connection. Not only that, but people, I'll point this out, people yelling about border jumping to them, they were announced as from Puerto Rico. Hey, man. <laughs> They're not even from Mexico. People aren't uh, people aren't too up on geography. They know agua, though. They know how to say agua. <laughs> this, is, this is one hell of a version of promo sabotage. Oh. Joey had no idea how to handle it. I'm sure if we could could speak Spanish, that that probably somehow in there would have added to the count of bad words used. Hobo <laughs> Joe doing the doing the hand thing. Pro wrestling's odd couple. I love that people would legitimately put money in there. Yeah. Right? Did he pull out his envelope? Yeah, there's nothing in there. Agua. Nick Sanka still yelling agua. There's the craft. Oh, pack. there's craft back there next to him. They're mixed in. There's... That fan got, got chopped. Because <laughs> he was showing his bare chest to them. Somebody put a Pop-Tart in there, it looked like. Great entrance music. Go back to your country, somebody just said. And there's the Agua chant again. And somehow that, that worked as a taunt. That's my favorite thing. Agua. Like the crowd showing its own ignorance somehow worked to taunt the wrestlers. <laughs> It's 
Somebody again tried to get a border jumpers chance started. And actually, Joey the Snake, you can actually find him on the AW YouTube, I believe, uh, taking a pounce from the Soul Touches. Joey the Snake, man. He's about 41 years old right here. He would, in the jack of all trios, he would take a pounce through the ropes to the floor. He came to an AIW show earlier this year, I think. He's another one that I I think will uh will occasionally reach out to me through Twitter. Luis Diamante. Saw him not that long ago. He's trying to get himself back in ring shape. He had a uh, He I think I, he <laughs> Luis Diamante had two kids on the same born on the same day by two different women. And that was pretty much the end of his wrestling career. For anyone that wonders why you listen to alternative commentaries, <laughs> factoids like that. Yeah. You would never learn that anywhere else other than listening to this Powerbomb.tv exclusive alternate commentary. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the end of his wrestling career. But I saw I saw him a couple months ago. He said he's been he said he's been working out. I you know what? Lewis was always he was always a guy that was kind of right on the the border of being really good. He could go when he when he was in there with the right opponent. Oh, yeah, he just, we know it. <laughs> look at this Joey physique. Was, Joey was taking his time. I'll tell you what, though. Joey the Snake, member of a Latin crime syndicate, this guy just looks the part. His name was Joey the Snake because uh, he dated Aaron Bauer's wife's mother, and he had, like, uh 15 foot python that lived in his house and it got loose and it almost ate the children and then he decided that he wanted to learn how to be a wrestler well and Benny I will point out Benny Boone did Hobo Joe Benny Boone did point out that this was the in ring debut in AIW for Joey yeah he started training at like 40 or 41 years old Latin crime to syndicate, I believe, last seen uh, feuding with the submission squad in AIW some years after this. Oh, Joey the Snake was a was a brief member of the Iron Curtain. What are they doing? They're doing Stooges spots. Yeah, Hobo Joe going uh, three Stooges on him. I saw Hobo Joe at Johnny Gargano's uh, birthday party this year. Married man now, stepfather. Mr. Mr. Whiskers looking to. Have some input on in the uh, commentary here. <laughs> Not enough that Mr. Whistler's broke the TV the other day. Yeah, I was Tried to keep this commentary from even happening. I was fucking pissed about that. If people like this, let us know. We're, we're going to do it once a month so I can... It'll probably one of these old shows, so you better really like it because we're torturing ourselves to do this. Yeah, we're probably not going to do any alternative co- commentary to like a Smart Mark video era show because, I mean, that commentary is pretty good. These shows are like, I remember nothing that happened on any of them. So if you like this, uh, we will continue to do it for one show per month. And we'll likely have a rotating group. You know, it won't just be... John and I, so if you have someone you'd like to hear have input on some of these shows, reach out to us with that information as well. Yeah, this just works out because we live one street away from each other. (laughs) We were trying to get Aaron Bauer here today, but it just couldn't work out. Man, the crowd is hot for this, dude. You weren't lying. This is a heated feud. 
They do not like the Latin Crime Syndicate, and they were all about the homeless handicap connection. Greg Iron is looking like he's so tan that he's red. I think it was just that camera. Hobo Joe, man. You see us getting our plug in for the uh, the upcoming casket match on this show, tag team casket match. Yeah, I think this is the main event. We gotta be we gotta be winding down here. I think there's only a couple more left. Oh, we've still got as much as I said earlier. Uh, I, earlier I had said that we did not have big national names. We've still got Drake Younger versus the Necro Butcher coming on this show. Oh, man. And Benny Boone, one more time, referencing double A there. <laughs> that's all he's got, dude. That That's really his wheelhouse for wrestling references on commentary. Arn Anderson is... I mean, there's there's worse. If you're going to reference somebody, I'm all for double A. He's, he's one of my favorites. Luis Diamante, one of pro wrestling's nicest, nicest men. I think he's so nice, that's how he impregnated two women on virtually the same day. Joey the Snake was right there with him. As much as you wouldn't expect it from somebody named Joey the Snake in the Latin crime syndicate. Yeah. He's always happy to see everybody. Very, very nice guys, these criminals. <laughs> these, these Latin criminals. You would think a guy whose gimmick is that he was a hobo wouldn't mind being spit at necessarily. I think that happens quite a bit. <coughs> oh, a little double team action. Joey the Snake's looking not that bad for his like first wrestling match ever. It was his first NAIW. I think he had worked elsewhere though. I think he had. Uh, I think he had probably worked for Mega already at this point. He didn't have much experience though. Joey the Snake was on the fast track to superstardom. Well, you don't have much choice. When you start that late, you're either on the fast track or you're headed out. I just can't get over this guy's name was Joey the Snake. Eddie Winslow back out there again. That's I Drew didn't do a lot. I haven't seen him in a lot of matches. Every time I look pulling up, Eddie vet, Winslow's in the match. Pulling his vet card out. Apparently. crowd has at least laid off the Agua chance. They're still yelling, though. I think the Homeless Handicap Connection went on to become AW Tag Team Champions because they were so over. I could be uh, wrong. I don't know that they ever held them. I didn't think they did. Or maybe they just came out with fake championship belts. I think they were in a few. I think they did go on to a feud with Perhaps the young studs at one point and had uh, replica belts. Or not even replica. I think they were uh, 
I could have swore that they won. Maybe I'm wrong. I block out the majority of I This everything. era, it's a good reason to block it out. Well, big sunset flip. Oh, Joe, man, body. <laughs> that body is weird looking. No, they definitely did not win them. Now that I'm, I had to look it up to make sure for myself. They were always the uh, the also rans because this was the faith and nothing era when it came to to tag teams. The faith and nothing, the young studs and arrow form for quite some time between the three teams. Oh, Benny Boone, ref didn't see it. Benny Boone making the ref look like an idiot. Eddie Winslow let him know no tag. No tag. Back at this awesome camera angle. I don't know what the fuck that was. Very, very gently pushed down across the knee. <laughs> yeah, Wait, they both rolled out. No one remembers who the legal man is. Joey the Snake showing his inexperience there. Went to get out of the ring, and he was still the legal man. Rookie mistake. Would have been a three count if he stayed in and got the cover right away. Somebody have an entire pizza box in the background? Sure. That must be where our concession stand was. Oh, yeah, it looks like it. God only knows who was selling concessions back in these days. I'm sure not all the money actually made it to us, whoever it was. Can't trust people like you can trust Monsoon Classic. It's got receipts for everything. There's a reason he won the Who Wants to Be an AIW Intern Battle. We're talk about dark days of AIW. <laughs> oh, Gregor Iron, big, big tornado. tornado. Tornado DT, underrated move. They want Hobo in there. Here we go. Hot tag. House of Fire. Big old lariats. Back elbow. Back elbow. It's going to do a little double noggin knocker. What nope. do we got? What little, do we got? little team up. Oh, that was cool. A little double team action from the handy, almost handicap connection. It was like a black hole 619. Going on now. Both guys are on the outside. What are they doing? Somebody yelled something real loud. And they yelled hobo. And they made it two very distinct syllables. Oh, here come the Agua chance again. Oh, breaking down. It is ridiculous the difference between those camera angles. Oh, for sure. Hobo Joe's whole butt was just visible to the crowd. There it yep, is. there it is. Here we go. He's going to make sure you see it. Joey the Snake getting the win in his first AW match. That was a Chandler Biggins call, I'm sure. 
I'm enjoying the snake. We're super tight. Oh, oh, we got to break up. We got to tease a little dissension here. Look at the sideburns on Greg. Because neither one of these teams could ever really get in the tag title picture, so they just feuded with each other forever. Oh man, they stole they they stole Hobojo's change. Ones. He's waiting for them to get out of the ring so he can get in. Oh, that's why. I was like, why are they not going to the back yet? Got an impromptu challenge, I think. Somebody must have canceled. Even Greg's surprised. Who's Diamante going to do double duty tonight against Goof number one? <laughs> oh, there's shots of Helmick. Cock Lesnards. He's insisting. He didn't want the beer, but he's taking it. He's going to the locker room. Uh, his partner didn't show up tonight, he said. Oh, super bro. This is I think this is the show where he punched he might have punched a hole in the wall for no reason because Super Opera was late. Or Carlton Kaz. I don't know who his partner was at this time. Carlton Kaz was a real brief run. I think Carlton Kaz. Oh, there you go. Partner decided to do something else. This is a real long promo. Why did he just wrestle Mike Baker when we could have just had Betty Boone do commentary all night? Apparently we do, Pedro. It might have been Carlton Kaz. I'm looking it up now. Carlton Kaz, they won the tag belts at Absolution 3. They dropped them. At Die Another Day. And then Nick wrestled singles at Prelude to Hell. And again here. So Carlton Kaz. And I bet you they're supposed to wrestle somebody that was in that car. I 
Eddie Winslow back out there again. I don't think he made it to the back yet. And then the next time Alpha Beta Duke would appear is the Nightmare Before Christmas 2, a month after this, and it would be Super Oprah teaming. So that was that was the end of Carlton Kaz in AIW. Sure, this match is going to go way too long and accomplish oh, yeah. nothing. Absolutely. Big arm ringer. <laughs> Showing off that thigh tattoo. <laughs> Battle of the uh, black and blue singlets. Yeah, I don't got too much input on this one. <laughs> yeah. Craftback has no interest in the match. They're hanging out in the back. I think this there's Jason Gorey at the beer stand. No face paint anymore. I think, actually, I think this crowd, this crowd was probably much larger, but right behind that wall is the bar area. Where with, the all-you-can-drink beer. The all-you-can-drink beer, and I think that there's probably a lot of people in that room. Well, I would say, let's be honest, the, the $10 all-you-can-drink beer special probably made us as much money as that difference in attendance because <laughs> there were only 100 people in the crowd, but every single one of them bought that special. We still have people ask about that to this day. Well, enjoy the snake. Boom. And he popped him one. Oh, here comes the big double noggin that's knocker. Why, that's why Homeless Handicap Connection didn't get the double noggin knocker. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure everybody communicated backstage so it's like that. <laughs> oh, let's be honest. You know he told them flat out they weren't allowed to do it. Uh, the, the double noggin knocker's mine, guys. I don't want to see you guys doing it. What is the... I'm going to do it to them. <laughs> I'll bring oh, them in the hard way. Shot. Bring them in the hard way. Underrated offense. Eddie Winslow just does not give a fuck. <laughs> this man, he, he's not getting paid for this match. Like a low blow right in front of him. Oh no, he had his head turned. He was he was checking on Joey. Man, AW so much better now. I seriously, like that's the biggest lesson out of this thing is how are we still a promotion almost ten years later? For anyone that listens to the podcast and thinks maybe we're exaggerating how bad the early days were, now you know that, if anything, we're understating how bad those early days were. Yeah, now it's fucking... It's it's, it's greatly apparent. <laughs> this is It's way worse than I even remembered it. And this was already an improvement over some of those earlier earlier shows that first year yeah this is like year what three 
I mean, just think about that. We looked at this and thought we were we were better than at least the competition that was out there. Oh, man. Again, just going back to the economic state of Cleveland independent wrestling during this time. Quality-wise, crowd-wise, this, this was setting the bar. <laughs> we were setting the world on fire with this show. I don't know about the world. Maybe the greater Cleveland area. All right, let's wrap it up, guys. Somebody send the uh, the word out to Eddie Winslow. Take it home. Pedro have the pencil in his mouth yet? And the non-existent earpieces. I got a feeling this is just going to go so much longer. He's just doing, doing that. Chopping him down. Not even working the one with the exposed thigh tattoo. <laughs> I don't think that one, that looks fresh, man. I don't think that one would be a little more... Uh, Monte, underrated ground game. Oh, look at Joey. Joey pulling the rope out of the way. <laughs> okay. Come on. You know he was pissed about that rope getting pulled away, too. Because he had to work harder to get to it. Oh, got to fucking. Joey, this thing probably got yelled at back there. Underrated punches on Lewis, Lewis uh, Diamante. The headbutts. Left him reeling. <laughs> he, is, he is known to be hard-headed. <laughs> the, the former savage. It's swinging wild. Yeah. Underrated punches on one side and uh, very dangerous ones on the yeah. next. All right, back to the leg. He always walks like he's in so much pain. Oh, the tape's over. Must have been the tape that we were piping that sound through. We got a tape end message there. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, what a mess! And people legitimately paid money to get this product. I'm so sorry to get it on DVD. I'm so sorry. Like we felt good about taking people's money and shipping them this on DVD. Listen, I'm just glad. <laughs> that more than just this show was sent over. Because if somebody knew nothing about AIW and went to powerbomb.tv and said, oh, AIW, I've heard of them, and turned this show on, they'd never watch us again. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. Joey, Joey missed the hook of the leg at first. Going for that Ultimate Warrior Rick Rude finish. Oh, they're, they're trying to put him on the shelf. What is in his hand? I think it's the ring bell. It's a small ring bell. 
Fits in the palm of his hand. I think it's like there's a back to it, like you would use to mount it to a board or something. Yeah. There's a back to mount it to a board, and it's just not mounted to anything. What What's going on now? Louis sending Joey off to go do something. Security outside the ring being no help. All right, bury him. Bury him on a... Oh, no. They're just going to hold the shirt up. Thought they had an actual Puerto Rican flag they were going to bury him under. It's just a Puerto Rican flag shirt. Oh, good thing Eddie Winslow fanned him off so he could wake up. <laughs> Apparently all that all the assault on his leg knocked him unconscious until Eddie Winslow fanned him with his hand. That's it. That's all it takes. <laughs> throwing throwing shit punches. <laughs> and that he's walking two feet ahead of him. Got a beer waiting for him. Here we go. Action's fitting to pick up. Now ah, you knew Drew Taylor was on this one. Drew Taylor and Necro Butcher, former best friends. So this is the best view we've had of that other cameraman, and I still have no idea who that guy is. Like a fucking like college student or something. <laughs> you won't see Drake Younger do that. It's pot. You know what? It could be. Because I mean, this would have been the era of uh, this would have been the era of the partnership with with the Ohio Center for Broadcasting, I believe. So we did have interns from the Ohio Center of Broadcasting. If you're that guy, if you're the cameraman and you're watching this, let us know. Let us know. Maybe we'll do a podcast about you. Drake Younger, man. What a what a turnaround this guy's done in his life. I said, look, he's already looking for weapons. We made it hard on him back then. At least these like these days, we bring all the weapons out, we lay them out for him, let him know what all they have to work with. Back then, they had to scrounge and find him. Throwing chairs. Drew Taylor's trying to lay down the law. I bet that's not going to last. I'll be honest. I just want a podcast where to hear you tell that that camera kid you want to get to the heart of the matter. Let's get to the heart of the matter. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I can't believe this guy is... Uh... Is a WWE employee? Yeah. Is a model citizen WWE employee and referee. Found God. He's fucking ripped. He is jacked. Dude is in such good shape. He's in better shape then than he is, like now than he is then. Like the crowd came out of the bar for this one. Yeah, dude, because I know Necro Butcher's fucking insane, man. 
Well, let's be honest, Drake wasn't exactly in full mental capability at the time. People were people were Drake fans. I've heard. Yeah, it's because Drake would go to the go and stay at my house, and then go to the bars with half these with people. All, yeah, <laughs> all the people that were in the crowd. Necrobutch, I've heard conflicting stories. I've heard he he. Oh, there's oh, Aaron. Bauer. There's Aaron Bauer managing the Necrobutcher. Well, because I believe this would have been coming. This would have been coming off the heels of a. Uh, of Revelation 13 versus Revelation 13. Yeah, that was Absolution 3, so yeah. Yeah, this would have been only a, a couple months later. Where he had Faith in Nothing. Oh, it was Pondo, though, yeah. that they teamed with. But you had had the three-way. You guys had laid out Necro after that three-way. I don't know where Aaron Bauer comes into play with the Necro Butcher, but he probably just needed something to do. He needed something to do, and he needed somebody to hang out with probably Necro's handler for the show he had that duty a lot with some of these guys oh, oh no introductions get the hell out Pedro run for your life I've heard conflicted reports on the Necro Butcher I heard he hit it big on DraftKings I don't know if if that's just like a wrestling urban legend or, or what I heard he like won a big a big like six figure like pot on DraftKings Draft yeah well, let's be honest. If you're DraftKings, you're not going to advertise that this guy made money from you. He's like, he's like some in, like insane, like smart, like what's that? Like Mensa is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Mensa. like a Mensa guy. I, you know, for some reason, I'm not surprised. I think he that. graduated high school and like at the age of like 12 or something. He's like, he's just one of those like crazy geniuses that just love drugs. I was once I was once pulled over in a car with a necro butcher that had a loaded nine millimeter gun in it. I believe that story's been told on uh the card is going to change. And uh and a bunch of drugs. And they brought the drug dogs out and the drug dogs didn't find anything, so Necro Butcher told me drug dogs are a work. <laughs> oh, this would be the era era of the uh F Extreme shirts. This is intense. We're trying to dub ourselves so you can see by the product that we put out, we are trying to dub ourselves the the new ECW. That girl's in it. <laughs> I think she's got a Necro Butcher shirt on. I think she had a Choose Death shirt on. I don't know how we didn't get kicked out of the West Park Party Center after these two wrestled. <laughs> don't break the chairs. <laughs> or, or Drake versus Jimmy DeMarco. In the upcoming in Absolution Four months later, that was the last show there. I'm not surprised. There's the venue guy out there, right there, looking. You see him over by that door. Oh, Necro bagging him. Bag him. Chandler was right there for it too. <laughs> Why is Pedro following them? Pedro's always doubles his security. <laughs> I just noticed that. I'm like, why is the ring announcer out there? The ref, I can see. Oh, for a real punch. This guy wants him to use, I don't know what he's got. I think that's an autographed WCW book they, they yep. tagged earlier. Oh, look, somebody was nice enough to pick it up and return it to him. Man, this is like a fight for your life when you wrestled these two guys. Oh, yeah, because you've been in there with both of them at once. Yeah, that's fucking sucked. 
Oh, he almost slipped. Oh. He still threw himself off. Still looked good. Brad Raker back there with the chair. I don't know if he's trying to ask him to use her or if he's defending himself. <laughs> oh, there you go. Give it. He's holding it up for Drake. Drake wanted him to hold him up. Oh. <laughs> he's very happy about that. He was thrilled. Oh, going to the bar. Good thing you guys have those wireless headsets. Apparently we're going to follow. The cameraman's not. Yeah. <laughs> So we go to the crappy angle hard cam since neither of the cameramen could follow. Yeah, there we are. Like, oh, wait, maybe. We're headed into the men's room. At this point, you have to. Oh, there they come. I don't think the cameras could move because they were plugged into. They a were. I was saying. I think they were. They were plugged in at the time. They're plugged into a live. Like cutter. That's why the audio was better than some of the the older AIW. Yes, this is good audio for this era. Yeah, that girl does have a cheese death shirt on. Yeah. Piggins called for the bar fight. You see that? <laughs> I don't think Chandler would would go out there not to protect stuff. But he just wanted a front row seat. With he just wanted to see for himself. Right in the fucking forehead. That's better than the jaw where Necro's landing. Here, Power looks like he's got a broken foot. Huh? I think he's got a boot on. I think he might be right. He does. He has like a, a walking cast on. Headbutt. Gross. <laughs> He's loving it. They're just going to headbutt all the way around. Yep. I'm doing a tour of the building, headbutting. Right into the venue, guy. There he is right there, standing up against that door. I, he looks like he's got a smile on his face. <laughs> we were allowed to run there after this, so it couldn't have been too bad. I mean, I'm sure our rent might have been upped a little bit, but... Ultimately, we got kicked out of this building because they said our fans used too many paper towels. Was that the reasoning? Yeah. All the ridiculous stuff we did in this building? They said our fans used too many paper towels. They just can't afford it. Oh, wait. Necker off the trash can. Oh, wait. Drew not Taylor. a false count anywhere? No, it's not a false count anywhere. I don't think it was supposed to be no disqualification. Drew got pissed when, when Drake was throwing the chairs in the ring. I don't think it was advertised as no disqualification. I mean, what do you expect with these two? This is long before Drake reinvented himself. Before the uh, the SoCal run. Obviously, I'd be honest, one of my favorite people in wrestling to this day. Drake Younger? Oh, yeah. He's the best. Necro Butcher, I don't know. I can, I can do without him. I mean, he wrestled for us sometimes. Unprotected chair shot. 2008, folks. 2008. Oh. It gets better, though. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was right the small of the back. It's not even like he took it across his back. The small of his back, his tailbone hit the chair. Gross. 
Speaking of gross, walking around that building barefoot. Did you see the bottom of his feet just now? Oh just black. It's not even like they're dirty. They are black. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't think they... I don't think they cleaned up too good. That's probably why they wanted the paper towels. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't clean up the floors. Our fans used all the paper towels. I'm just happy nothing that bad ever really happened to the chandeliers. That was, that was always my biggest fear. Oh, God. At some point in Cleveland wrestling history, somebody broke those, didn't they? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Necro Butcher, man. He had probably one of the hottest independent wrestling runs of any anybody, though. Oh, especially in this era. Yeah, this is peak Necro Butcher 2008. This was even the years right before it. Oh, Cradle. A little glimpse of the Drake to come. I think Drake always knew how to wrestle. He was, because he was, he was, I think he was the psycho shooter at the time. He just always wound up in these situations. Well, once people see you do it, they you know that's kind of what they want to see you do after that. And it gets you more attention, to be honest. Look at a guy like Eric Ryan. Eric Ryan can go, but look at the attention he gets for the ridiculous bloodbaths he has <laughs> instead. Yeah, Eric Ryan is a... He's got a death wish these days. I was trying to think of something creative to say, but that's all I could really come up with. He's going to die in the ring one day. I just can't imagine, like, what Drake Younger's body feels like, how he doesn't feel like he's going to die every day. He's in the best shape of his his life. He turned it around, man. He rehabbed it. I'm just saying saying from the fucking, all the punishment that he took in, like, such a short amount of time. I'd have trouble getting out of bed, let Monkey alone flip. doing the workouts that he does. And I'm talking about the workouts he does on his off days. Right. Like, he posts stuff. He's like, I didn't have a workout today, so I did this. And I'm like, that would kill me. Yeah, I love Drake Younger. I'm, ha- I'm happy for him. Oh, return of the fucking ring bell. That ring bell got a lot of action that night. He held on to the screwdriver, though. Oh, just hammered him in the fucking head. Dig him in the head, man. What is he doing? Stabbing him in the lower back. Some guy should stick it up his butt. butt, Said the fan. Oh, that's a camera angle right there. Up close and personal for this submission, folks. There he is. There's a little bit of the psycho shooter. He's got that hooked in deep. Oh, oh knee to the top of the head. Necro butcher. I always thought he's gonna. I always thought if he covered up that weed tattoo, he's gonna make his way to the New York territory. Could you imagine? <laughs> Necro butcher in New York. Necro butcher on Raw. Well, seeing him run the ropes like that, I can see why. <laughs> he probably stepped on something sharp, man. 
He stepped on something sharp in every match he ever wrestled. I thought after the wrestler, man, it was going to be. So did he. Necro Butcher. He was convinced. This was actually, I think, shortly thereafter. I thought it was going to be Necro Butcher versus Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. <laughs> what could have been? Oh, look at that fucking reversal. Oh, oh, there you go. Abdominal stretch. Showing Drake's not the only uh, shooter in the ring. He's moving real. Necro Butcher's moving real slower, oh, slower yeah. than usual. He's He's ginger in this match. He's not getting over on that hip toss. Oh, biting the hand. A little, little psychology here out of these guys. Trying to keep the arm from getting extended. After everything they've done, rope breaks count. Hey, man. He just let it, he just let it happen, I guess. Like if you're Drake Younger, you just not break it, and if he disqualifies you, just lose your mind on him. We have the same problems with these refs to this day. Oh yeah, we got to get a new rule book printed out. I don't know what the fuck the, what's going on here. <laughs> it's got like a cloverly a chair assisted cloverleaf. Like STF. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Aaron trying to get the crowd back into it. They're losing him a little bit. That's why Aaron's there. He's a heater. He's got to keep the crowd hot. I think everyone's just way too drunk to understand what's happening. Oh, I guarantee point. it in these days. Half of them weren't even wrestling fans. They just came to watch people fight and drink beer. This is the one to watch. This is going to end badly. Oh, God. I guarantee whatever happens, they're both feeling it still to this day. <laughs> Those punches are fucking brutal. Oh, a little, little rope burn. Grind, yep, grind across the rope. Oh, oh my God. Drake is playing for fucking keeps. <laughs> oh, Drake's bringing the thunder on those chops. He knows what's coming. He knows it's he's gonna get his his shots in now. Oh Although God. I will say, Drake Younger's on his road to becoming absolute champion, and this was the beginning. Man, I love Drake. Uh-oh, what do we got here? Oh, headbutt. A lot of headbutts on this show. Superplex? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yep. Oh. oh, I think back of Drake's head hit the chairs, too. Yeah, dude, that could not have felt good. Only a two count. Suplex out of the chairs, man. That's not enough to get it done. What's next? Setting it up, whatever it is. Gotta get those chairs out of the way first. 
Drake's landing on them, maybe. Oh. Oh, I thought he was going He's to the tired. ropes. He is tired. He is going to the ropes. He is tired. 2017 Drake Younger wouldn't be tired after no. this. He'd be running laps right now. Running sprints back and forth in the ring. What do we got here? Frog splash? No, oh, just a splash. It's a Jimmy Superfly splash. Got the knees up on him. Trying to get up. Getting close. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, he at least got the head down on that one. Yeah, he just got hit in the brain stem. That's all. <laughs> it's much safer that way. <laughs> oh, Negro setting chairs up. This never ends well either. Oh, he's gonna, I think he's going to do a little backbreaker thing off the ropes. Oh, no. <coughs> backbreaker. That's just mean. Oh, yeah. I'm calling it. I'm calling the backbreaker right here. Necro is moving slow. It really is. He's hurting. I want to say maybe he was injured here. Oh, here you go. Here's your oh, no. sidewalk slam. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> oh man, that guy works for the WWE now. Not only does he work for WWE, but they intentionally put him in there with younger people so he can help them. I'm gonna have Johnny show Shawn Michaels this match next. <laughs> have him break this one down for him. And the psychology of it all. <laughs> Necro can't believe it kicked out. Necro just wants to go to bed, dude. Look at him. He just he, <laughs> The road's catching up to him. It's been a long, long career for Necro Butcher. He'd still have a couple more years. He did. Because this is before Necro Butcher would fall asleep at AIW. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Choke slam. Onto the chairs. Oh no. He's oh, he's not done. Chaining them together. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh no. No. Oh no. That was almost a death. Oh god, there's been too many of those on this show. Holy shit. How are any of these people still walking? Oh, holy shit. That was gross. Oh, that was not a good angle at all. Somebody's going to be gifting that. Oh, fuck it for real punch. <laughs> the right hand, just for the hell of it. Drake's just sitting there wondering if he's alive yet. He's trying to move his fingers to make sure he still can. Oh, my God. Oh, God. 
Poor we gotta fuck poor D, TJ Dynamite's gotta follow this one <laughs> in a casket match. Oh, here we go again. Oh, power bomb. Well, nope. Drake's landing. Nope. German. German. Oh, with no elevation at all. Oh man. Looks like Necro scraped his knee. Maybe that's why he's moving so slow. Those things burn. Oh, no. Kicked out. What's it going to take? What is it going to take? I don't think anyone's operating this camera anymore. I think they just laid it on the mat and left. Oh, wait. There it goes. Did he only turn it up? What the fuck they're saying? Oh, I got a stack of chairs coming again. Drake's going to stack them up. Back suplex? Looking for a back suplex? No, looking to put him on the top rope. Top rope, Drake's landing? No way. I don't. I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't either. But I feel like that would be famous to this day for being the end of Necro Butcher's life. German. Oh, half and half. German superplex. Oh, Necro's fighting it off. Aaron Bauer says no. <laughs> Aaron Bauer. <laughs> He looks barely conscious out there. Oh. Oh, I think he's going to. I think I remember. Sunset flip powerbomb? DVD. Top rope DVD. Drake's got a real wide stance, though. Probably to keep his balance. He's trying. He's going for that tiger bomb again. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. That wide stance almost killed him. Right, there we go. Bringing it in. Bringing it in, fighting. Yep. Death Valley oh. Driver. That just looked worse for Drake, I think. Oh, absolutely. I thought for sure Necro was going to grab that bottom rope. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh. And just to think, they were doing matches like that like twice a weekend. Yeah, they were all over the place. Twice a weekend at that. That was probably mild compared to what Drake went on to do that weekend. Goodness, that's over. That was getting hard to watch. <laughs> We've still got a tag team casket match to go. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if TJ Dynamite's following this up. The original incarnation of the young stuff. This is. I thought this was this was post swing, but it's not.
Necro just can't even get up, I think, no. for real. That's not him selling. He can't move right now. Pat Lucy approves of it. That guy's a fan. Oh, getting that that in-ring footage. <laughs> power, dude, consoling. Necro. Not even looking at him when he does it. Give an old pat on the back. Hey, good try, man. Main event time. Probably a good reason we don't recognize any of these faces in the crowd to this day. Well, I recognize some of them. If they were going in those days, there's no way they're into what we're doing today. Air power, back, power. back out, man. Oh, there's the cat. Tights, tights, Vincent, nothing. That casket's still in the AW storage unit. It was in Turner's Hall. It was, of course, it was part of the famous uh, Panda Express promos. Oh yeah, that's from Hell on Earth One. We lost the we lost the top to it. This the night, lid's gone. It was probably this match. This is the last one I remember. No, we did one with uh, Sterling James Keenan and Mercer, I think. At a, at like Hell on Earth five or six, six maybe. Young studs, man. This act is back again. Just... Well, kind of. Yeah, Bobby Beverly, though. I think that was the better incarnation. Oh, absolutely. See, TJ can't even get through the banner. Uh, Eric Ryan. He's about half the size. Yeah, I was going to say half of Eric Ryan. He don't got that eagle tattoo on his chest. That's why you don't see TJ Dynamite in AIW anymore. He had to be absorbed to make complete Eric Ryan. Aunt Lucy likes it. There's about nobody left in the crowd. They left after Drake and and uh, Necro were done. Fancy way to get in the ring there. Eric Ryan showing you how it's done. And you know we were talking earlier about best around getting a lot of, a lot of hype behind them. And faith and nothing was actually kind of a big deal at this time in in independent wrestling in the region, as a tag team. It used to drive them nuts that we wouldn't use them as a tag team. I hated them as a tag. I hated them as a tag team. I thought they're both so much better as singles acts. Well, because Vince, I mean, Vince was a natural for to be a a top singles guy. If Vince would have stuck it out a couple more years, he probably would have got signed. Without a doubt. I saw I saw him a couple months ago. He's he's also about triple the size now. Well, because he's a he's a personal trainer now. He is so big. Which I mean, he was ripped then. I hear it. You can actually when you're done with this, you can go. Uh, See Faith and Nothing's ECW Arena debut here on Powerbomb.tv. Wicked Hannah Man. Wicked Hannah Man. It's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of hype. Aaron Bauer, he's got a mascot. It's because he I think 
Christian Faith wore a mask out over his mask. Aaron's just going to wear it. There he is. He put it on upside down at first. <laughs> Vince is not impressed. Vince was impressed by very little. Vince is nothing. The most all-business guy, guy on the planet. People don't like the young studs. They don't. TJ Dynamite, double middle fingers. Doesn't like them very much. It's probably the least offensive thing anything anyone's done to get a heat <laughs> from the crowd on this show. Hey, man. Business was different back then. That's all I got to say. DJ Dynamite getting into it with bartender Nick Seika. It wouldn't be the first time, I believe. TJ Dynamite known for uh, during that Nightmare Before Christmas brawl coming flying out of the ring locker room swinging. TJ Dynamite getting, can't handle the, the, the heat. These guys got to follow that Necro Butcher fucking death. And figure out how to do a casket match. Here, power. <laughs> <laughs> really drawn focus out there, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Former AW Absolute Champion Vincent Nothing. In fact, that used to drive Christian Faith nuts because I always pointed out during the matches. These two teams would feud for quite some time, or incarnations of these two teams, I should say. Would feud for quite some time. Eric Ryan. That's probably why he got in such good shape. I, I think he was just couldn't handle Vince throwing him around so much. <laughs> he was mad about it. Because they wrestle each other a lot. Oh, there's a late Mike Awesome reference from oh, Benny Boone. At least non, the, non Arn Anderson reference. Well, they went to a time limit draw on that match. Look at Eric Ryan. He had hair. He didn't hate the world. He's such an angry little guy now. <laughs> he just goes to the gym all nonstop. It's either in the ring or the gym, man. Mike Burns texted Why was everyone taking snapmares onto their tailbone? Hey, man. That's like the third one I've seen on this show. Maybe that's why Eric Ryan just became a deathmatch wrestler. He just couldn't take the pain of regular wrestling. Tailbones, that that hurts. I know. Just take the snapmare and then sit up. Just doesn't even look comfortable. What are we going for here, guys? It's a casket match. TJ's got it. 
TJ's got this, man. TJ Dynamite works the front desk at the Paramount uh, location, Planet Fitness. He's not the only one. I saw another former AIW Tag Team Champion when I was up there one time. Oh, yeah, Simply Sexy Sean Boyce. Yeah. Shima Zion's former partner was there when I went as a guest one time. Planet Fitness, man. Keeping AIW alums employed. <laughs> man, Vince really, really trying to get that crowd work going. I think you just said all over the country four times in the middle I did. of one yeah. sentence. <laughs> I really wanted to get the point across that they were traveling all over the country. They were not just in Cleveland. John Thorne reference. I think that I think the only reason that reference was made is because Christian Faith would yell at me at every show that I would talk about Vince being a former absolute champion, but never talk about him being a former tag team champion. Hard vertical suplex. A lot of vertical suplexes on this show. Uh-huh. Apparently that uh, oh, Bam Bam Bigelow reference now. <laughs> man, Benny Boo, man. He must have picked up that WCW book from the first segment. Aaron Bauer got sick of that mask already, but now he's got an elbow pad instead. He got the elbow pad that Christian Faith took off. Oh, oh there's a reference from the crowd. Do we add that to the count? Oh, my God. Is it oh, six now? No. I just I got no comment. Well, let's, let's find a different camera angle, guys. I don't know about that one. The, uh, the mat took a lot of punishment on that one. Smart Mark Video's our best friend. Oh, Eric Ryan. TJ Dynamite, that's all he had. He had that cool-looking kick. He had a fantastic-looking leg lariat drop kick. Get dummies. Let's get that casket. Let's drag him over to that casket. Let's, uh, let's shake this up a little bit, guys. Apparently decided the best way to follow Drake and Necro was to not go hardcore at all. 2018, Eric Ryan would have had 17 weapons involved, and all three guys, including him, would be bleeding right now. What? What is He would have had a Kenzon fucking stuck in his forehead by now. Vince would have been the only one not bleeding. Because Vince wouldn't do it. Yeah, Vince wasn't much for for doing weapons. He had his he had his fair share in his uh, pre pre trained days. Yeah. <laughs> he was the only one that didn't outgrow it. It was a nice leg drop from TJ. TJ man, TJ's looking good. If nothing else comes out of this alternate commentary, maybe TJ Dynamite will get a look in gauntlet for the gold. Let's not, let's not go that far. <laughs> we haven't seen that list come out yet of a potential surprise entrance. Vince, man, he just loves going for submissions. Yep. Tying it up, man. 
Here you go, Eric Ryan. Come on, ref. He's yelling at the ref about Eric coming in. It's a casket match. What's he going to do? Disqualify him in the casket match? I don't think these teams understand the psychology of the casket match. This is like Vince's third casket match in AIW, too. That was weird. That was really weird. He kind of no-sold it, but sold it at the same time. Oh. Let's get him in that casket, guys. Still outside the ring. I don't know if you realize it. You get the feeling they weren't happy that they were in a casket match? Yeah. <laughs> I think they weren't. I mean, I don't remember for sure, but I get the idea that they did not want to do a casket match. I just don't think that they understood what to do. <coughs> I think they thought that. Every time Eric went, wanted to go for a pin, he just choked him instead. I think they thought that. They couldn't do any cool stuff if they had to do a casket match. So now they're just going to wrestle like a regular match. How times change. Because not long after this, they would do that the the chair riot in a match. Yeah, like a year later. And that was, that was actually the end, I think, of DJ Dynamite. Because a fan threw a chair in and... Uh, hit him in the brainstem. Yeah. He had a seizure. He, he had killed him. He, he, had, had, he had a legit seizure in the middle of the ring, and still finished the match. Yep. So not only did he have a seizure, didn't he turn around and take like a Death Valley driver onto the chairs after that? Yep. Yep. A fan threw threw a chair into the ring and just hit him right in the back of the head, and he started seizing. And then, as as chairs rained down on him, then Christian Faith picked him up and. Gave him a DVD off the top of a ladder, on, not knowing that he just had a seizure. Onto a stack of chairs. Like, the ring, the mat that you see right now was covered in chairs. Yeah, I think they just wanted to have a regular match, and then they're just going to go into a finish. Yeah, probably. it'll probably be the casket will only be involved in the finish, I get the feeling. Like, they're tagging. They're using ropes. They're going for pins and submissions. Oh, there we go. I love that Aaron's questioning the ref. <laughs> Aaron's like, did you see him? He hit him with a chair. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. Now it's breaking down. Oh, that was a little dangerous. There's the casket. Casket looks good, considering I think the last time we had seen it at this point, you guys set it on fire. Yeah, it's only briefly. Hope that show never makes it the smart market. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a bad show. <laughs> Those Youngstown shows? The Oncoming Storm, I think that was called. A little double team. Oh, Faith in Nothing. Eddie Winslow, I couldn't believe what he just saw. <laughs> Either could that woman in the crowd who had like a Simpson style laugh about it. <laughs> Oh, oh wait, here comes the casket. Oh, you can see that you can see where it was on fire. Part of the cross is burnt off. Yep, there's one in there. Let's get the second one in. Wait, Vince Vince just made the job harder. I think Vince didn't realize that he had to get both of them in. 
At least they're incorporating the casket now. There's a. I'll give him credit. That casket's big enough for two people. Oh, it's big. Man, that casket's looking good, though. Yeah. Still surviving. Nick Sanka's just on the other side of the guardrail now. Chris Sanka in the mix. He built the casket, actually. Oh, there you go. The Sankas are, are holding Eric for Vince. Chris Sanka built that casket from scratch. Oh, there's Danny Dragon. Sanka, too. All the whole Sanka clans there. Oh, there's t- Tim Durdick. Wrenches. I want Aaron Bauer to put the mask back on. TJ oh, whipping him into the casket. Oh, that was innovative. He tripped. <laughs> he tripped him on the casket. Tripped right in there. Uh-oh. I don't think this match is over anytime soon. Vince has got control. TJ, get in there and help him. Oh, there he is. Sliding in there Randy Orton style from behind. Christian Faith just getting a breather in the casket over there. Yeah, getting to lay down and relax in the casket. It's not as comfortable as it looks, I can tell you from experience. Yeah, because you've been in it once or twice. Yeah, it's got the beer cans are, are sewed into the bottom of it. What? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a little insider fact. It looks all cushy with that with that it's purple crushed like velvet. The, I'd say the velvet lining. Yeah, that's just beer cans underneath it. That's what Chris Sinka th- did as a joke. It's just a bed of beer cans. Oh, man, that was a vicious chop. Eric Ryan, great punches. Oh, no, Christian Faith back, back in. in there. Man, Vince, it's, I don't even know if you could close the. I don't know if you could close it with Vince and him Vince in on there. top of Christian Faith? Oh, we're going to find out. Oh, no, Vince is fighting it. What the hell was that? Oh, that's. I was like, his foot kept coming up, but I don't know why. Because he's trying to set up for that. Huh? I feel like you should get your partner out of the oh, casket. Oh, body, body slam <laughs> on right the floor. Yeah, there's all those cords we were talking about running into the, the TriCaster from the cameras. They're taped down all over the floors. Oh. Just fucking forearm that shit. Christian Faith just shrugs his shoulders. I'm sure he's cracking jokes the whole time. Of course. Yeah, it looks like there's some people out there, no? Now that you see the lights on in that other section. Oh. oh. Aaron Bauer approves. Eric, Eric Ryan just looks like he wants to die. Why are you taking your opponent out of the casket? Oh, they got a big, not going to help you win. They got a big plan here. What's he doing? Are we putting it in the ring? Is that the plan? Are they going to do some crazy thing onto it? Is that Back the plan? Back body drop them into it? I think so. Try to awesome bomb somebody into it. <coughs> oh, yep. Set it up outside. Open the lid up. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is going to be ridiculous. Uh, a little, little curb stomp first. Oh, 
Oh no, it's not open. I thought the lid was open. It's just laying in an awkward angle out there. It's TJ Dynamite getting in there. Take this good old dime. Get him, TJ. Oh, oh no. Oh, this is going to hurt. Oh. Ugh. I don't know what you call that, but casket. Oh, now we're opening it. Except we can't because of the way they positioned it. Oh, I got it open. Okay. I'm like, it was wedged against the bottom of the ring. You couldn't get it open. I hope Benny Boone compares them to the Brain Busters. <laughs> Brain Busters like in their, in their tag team work. Oh, no. Oh, here it comes. Looking for an awesome bomb into the casket. Oh, no. No way that they do this. No. Oh. Is that Laporta? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Laporta yelling that. Power bomb him into the casket. No. <laughs> Speaking of people who are still around. No. There's no, no way. This no. would we'd still be using this in videos to this day. There's TJ back to that kick again. No, no. Oh, Christian Faith says, I'll do it then. No, no. Oh, just no selling the kick from Eric. I was going to say, dude, there's no way. We wouldn't have forgotten that. That would have been mentioned on the podcast by now because somebody would have died. That casket wouldn't have survived that. No. I don't care how small the young studs were back then. Oh. I got real excited for that powerbomb. They did. Oh, no. Oh, suplex. <laughs> suplex into it instead. They're teasing a lot of big bumps into the casket. Oh, 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 oh. Sunset flip powerbomb into it. Nope. <laughs> oh, no. Nothing. Nothing. Not a damn thing. I hope you're ashamed of yourselves for getting excited. I got excited. I know. I thought maybe there was a hidden gem on this show that we forgot about. Hello. I'm trying to get him in. TJ's fighting him off, though. Air Bauer. I, we missed a prime opportunity. There should have been a camera. This makes me think there should have been a camera in the casket. Okay, you're getting... <laughs> For 2008, that's real... That's... We barely had three functioning cameras. We don't have three functioning cameras. Have you seen the difference? Oh, I don't know what the fuck that was. Some kind of weird Thez press. It's like a... There you go. It's a, a Thez blower. The Thez, Thez press lung blower. Oh, rock bottom. Eric, Eric sizing him up. Oh, the footstop to set it up. Figure four cradle suplex. Some people crossed from the hard cam and gave a little high five to each other. They liked it. Oh, a spear. Of course. 
Spear out of TJ Dynamite. Second rope moonsault. Didn't little, get all of it. A little deep on it. Got a little deep. Headbutted the ankle, apparently. Double back suplex. Oh. Backdrop driver. Oh, he kicked, little, he kicked Eric hard for not jumping. For not getting over on that. Little little inside information. I basically indiscriminately substitute back suplex and backdrop driver whenever I feel like it. Oh, we're done with it at the ring. No big bumps into it. I think the animal portal was just there on the camera. Yeah. With long hair and a leather jacket on. I definitely heard him yelling earlier. What are we, why are we switching between cameras that are not showing anything? <laughs> You're just beating up TJ. Oh, oh man. <laughs> they had enough of these, this match. They, they wanted enough. it to end 10 minutes ago. They're so mad. Adam Laporta, I think, is in this cluster of people over here. But we get a good shot of them. Oh, they're waiting for a big double team. Oh, no. TJ's out. Oh, Eric Counter. What a counter from Eric Ryan. Eric Ryan. What? Vince says, we're going to move the casket again. Let's go. <laughs> Forget checking on my partner. Forget making sure he's okay. We're just moving the casket. Adam Laporta is right there with that leather jacket hanging. I hope we get a pan up on him. On there. A very common fear of death, says Benny. There's a, a fear of caskets because of a fear of death. He was he was working a little abstract thought there into this match. Oh. Oh. That's it. That's it. Whipped them into each other. Innovative. Somebody finish. ring the bell already? Oh, look at him trying to push out. Don't even give him time to celebrate. They're already trying to get out of the casket. Oh, somebody shoved the referee. Oh, faith in nothing confused on how they lost that matchup. Pedro's mic is not synced No, Pedro's mic's working. It's because we've got the music piped directly into the, the tricorder. There's Laporta right there, dude. So it drowns all the other audio out. Because the audio feed's coming right from that TriCaster. What a show. That kid liked it. He looks like he went home happy. Oh, man. We uh, we're, we always get so close to Laporta coming on camera. <laughs> Faith and nothing's so mad. And this feud would keep going for some time. Oh, Drake Younger.
I don't know what this is about. I don't remember either. Cut the music. Cut the music so we can hear it. Drink is really in pain. Give me a hell yeah. Get, get loud. Drake said, that's not enough. I'm not doing it unless you get louder. The office. <laughs> Fuck yeah, says Admiral Porta. Drake Younger, Vincent, nothing. Well, and that was December. Tape in. Tape in. <laughs> Tape's out. Stop talking, Drake. Tape's over. It's that would be down. December 19th at Nightmare Before Christmas 2. It was Drake and Vincent Nothing. And I was wrong earlier. I said that, that Duke's title shot would be the Carivorous title. That would come in December. Yeah, that was it in December. Leave the memories alone we played. There's Laporta. There, look at him. Look at him with that long that hair. That hair is long as hell on Adam Laborda. <laughs> Look at him. In the, in the sh- <laughs> we did a lot of business that night setting up December. All right. Well, thank you for watching. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed this alternative, alternate commentary track. It's like a Blu-ray exclusive. <laughs> Only it's a Powerbomb.tv exclusive. All right. Well, we'll do this again next month, maybe. Thanks.